Hello. Listener, do you know it's episode 10? That means we got a blowout! 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 We're having a blowout. My name's Davey, and joined with me, as always, from Caldicott, South Wales, weighing in of 190 pounds, Philip Venomous Boy! Bra, 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 bra! Oi, oi! And from Newport, South Wales, weighing in an undetermined weight, probably <laughs> light, light middleweight category, I'm not sure. Spencer, Spenpie, Davis, Rabadon! <laughs> so, listener, it's episode 10. We're going to get a bit crazy today. Later in the podcast, we got our standard couple of topics we're going to go through as normal. But we've also got a special quiz as our first topic where we're going to get trashed. We were originally planning on doing this as a live stream beforehand, but we thought it'd be more fun to involve you in the process of us getting completely ruined. So, before we get into any of that stuff, boys, what are you drinking today? Well, Davey, I've kicked things off tonight with some Budweiser. So I've taken a leaf out of Spencer's book and jumped straight straight on the Anheuser-Busch ting um, until we get on to our uh, topics a little bit later. And I've queued up the Jägermeister. Ooh, that's different from my Jägermeister. That's a nice posh bottle, that one. That is, what is that, Phil? Is that a glass bottle or is that some kind of special, special thing? So I went on Amazon because um, I don't leave the house these days due, due to COVID. Jägermeister was sold out um, and they only had these Jägermeister cool packs. It's a slightly smaller bottle than probably what you lads have, have got. Um, but yeah, the cool pack, I think it's meant for a, a hip flask action. So you can pop it in your pocket. Same sort of thing, but standard Jägermeister inside. Is it 10 shots worth? I think you're uh, making the assumption that I'm going to get all your questions wrong, Spence, and Dave. I'm just, I'm just being hopeful. <laughs> there's I'm enough hoping. in the ball. Safe to say there's enough in the ball. I'm really hoping he gets it all wrong. I'm going to team that up <laughs> with uh, a bit of Kong Strong, Wild Power Edition for you boys. Oh, yeah. And I've got some Coca-Cola Energy that I'm going to try as well. Oh, it's disgusting. I haven't tried it. It's looked bad. It's disgusting. Though. Thanks for that. Yeah, it's minging. You know, like Spider Sense, right? Is his tingle all over his body? I got that the first time I saw Coke Energy. And I thought, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to spend the quid on it. And from what you tell me, Spence, I'm glad I didn't take that. I'm glad I trusted my, my alpha male intuition, you know? I, I was literally in checkout today getting my alcohol. And there was a woman in the queue right behind me on the self service where they keep those cans of Coca Cola Energy. And I saw her picking it up, looking at it, and I just looked at her thinking, please don't. I was like, you're doing yourself dirty if you, could, if you buy that. Did you intervene? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have to intervene. I let fate decide. What did and she put it back. Oh, she knew. She knew. She knew. I'll, let, I'll let you know what I think later on when I crack one open. But um, these were actually free. They were on the, uh, you know, Amazon. Uh, sorry. Um, you know, Alexa. Uh, you can ask yeah. her to send you samples. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it, of course. It, it, it was one of those. So, um, yeah, I didn't pay for it. So we'll see. We'll see if it's worth my time and my effort of bringing <laughs> it along then. to this uh, podcast. Yeah, that's paying then. If they're free, then they taste great. Free drink always tastes better. It does. It does. It does. Someone else's drink always tastes better than your own. Always <laughs> true. So my buds always taste so good. What are you drinking tonight, Spence? Well, as always, I'm still on the buds. Always on the buds. But then... Snap. But then, obviously, we have a, we have something we're doing later on where we need to get a bit harder than we usually would. So I also have some Jägermeister, except 
my bottle of Jägermeister was the biggest one they had. Because I thought, you know what, I want, I'm drinking tomorrow night as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want a bit more than I probably should. Oh, to be young. Oh, to be young and to be able to go two days on the trot. Couldn't handle that anymore. Each time we record this podcast, I go into a coma for two weeks. That's why we're fortnightly. I couldn't handle this. My liver just can't take it these days. I'm just getting too old for it, I think. I'm always on it the next night. <sighs> Savage. So, Davey, me and Spence, we're both starting off with the Budweiser, then moving on to the Jägermeister. Are you joining us, or have you gone for something slightly different? It would be a dark day in hell when I choose to go for a Bud to start. So, instead, I, I, I was in Tesco, and I saw Brewdog Lost Lager was up. And I'm t- always taking the piss out of Phil for drinking Brewdog. Or just in general. Or just in general, but mostly for drinking Brewdog. It was on sale, so it was 10, 10 cans for £10. And I thought, well, I'll put my money where my mouth is, right? I'll buy it. Instantly regretting it. <laughs> how, the, how, how does the can feel? Can feels like texture? a standard can. There's What's no the effort. label like? No label at all, because it's just a can. The, the Camden, Camden Hells is still top tier in terms of packaging quality. Taste quality, this is average at best. It's fine, not great. Davey, as our, as our loyal listeners know, you normally stick to the Spanish. Do you know where Brewdog comes from? Well, I think it's from Scotland, isn't it? Can I hear that in a Scottish accent? I think... Uh, I can't <laughs> can say it's from Scotland. To be fair, that was a lot better than your uh, Spanish accent last week. So well done, mate. Thank you, mate. Thank you. But I think you said that you can't say it's from Scotland. That's what can means. Oh, does it? I thought they'd just say that as like, you know, like we. <laughs> it's a wee little can from Canny Scotland. Surely that means something, right? Surely, surely. Well, maybe one of our listeners can sort of fill us in on that. So if we do have any listeners up in Scotland, please email in to yeswetrust at gmail.com and let us know if Davey um, formulated that, that sentence correctly. Apart from that, I'm on same as you guys, which is quite weird enough. I'm on the Jaeger later on and combining it with a nice bit of Tesco Blue Charge you know, hey, to really bring out the, the overall quality in the Jaeger, which I'm sure is Classic. recommended. So I'm looking forward I got to getting the Blue Charge. Oh, I'll let you know. Do what... they both? Oh, it's obviously not called Blue Charge. Hold on. Is it Blue Chicken? It's Blue Spark. It's completely different. Oh. I'm sure that, that that looks completely different from yours, Spence. Yeah, you have like a weird blue bottle, whereas I have a grey one with less of a design, let's, let's say. Yeah, I think the Tesco one looks like it's a higher quality. I think yours tastes fizzier, whereas mine tastes less nice. I think all all we know is that Phil's got the worst end of the deal with the Coke energy drink. That's all we know. I've got Kong Strong as well, and that has a monkey on it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That's got that Kong is strong. On it. Yeah, Kong <laughs> Kong is strong, baby. Kong is strong. So that comes off what we're drinking, boys. What are we playing? And let's start off for a change with Mister Furpoy. Why? Thank you. This week I have mostly been playing God of War. So I've been streaming a little bit, a couple of nights last week. Davey, you've joined me. I have. I haven't been as frequent as I was before on your earlier stream, just because I've had stuff going on. But I've popped in and put my head in just to see where you are in the story. How are you finding it now that you've put even more time into it? You're probably, what, like 10 hours in maybe? Yeah, probably probably about 10 hours in. But I uh, really appreciate you turning up to the stream. Um, Spencer, not so much. I've uh, tuned in every single time I see your tweet saying you're live. You've just finished streaming. I always try to tune in and I never do. What you need to do on Twitter, you know that little little bell? Click that. Oh, You'll get absolutely notifications not. every single time. No shot. 
So, yeah, probably about 10, 12 hours in now. Um, we've gone up the mountain. We fought the dragon, which was a very cool fight. Beat that first time. That didn't seem that difficult. Quite obvious what you were meant to do through the uh, through the boss fight, but a uh, great experience. And now I've met the smartest man alive. I've chopped off his head. I carry him round on my belt. Quite like the introduction of that character. Mamiya, I think his name is. Yeah, along those lines yeah, Mamiya. Um, yeah, he's really funny. Adds, adds quite a lot of depth to the story. Uh, definitely when you're uh, going around on that on those boat trips. I've got to say, that's one of my favourite parts of it. And especially with, if you decide to go for the Platinum and you end up going off-piste quite a lot, you know, to do the side quests and to do things like that, having Mamiya talk to you and tell you the background to the world that you're in, so fascinating. And it's just he, he's just a really good addition to make travel not seem boring. For me, the boat trips never last long enough. I never get through Mamiya's stories before I'm to the next place. Um, so I do find myself uh, circling around a couple of times just to hear out the full story before I, I get to my destination. But my current mission is to find the giant's chisel. Do you remember that part of the game? I do, I do. And you've got some really good stuff coming up. I remember hating the bit that you're on. I, I, I remember really not enjoying the part that you're on now. That's different for me. I actually really enjoyed the next part, I think. I, I remember thinking the next part was boring, but maybe I could be wrong. It's been a couple of years, and I am desperate now to replay it. Now it's got the PS5 patch, which just recently went live, with adding the 60 FPS mode and being in 4K and stuff. It looks so good now, and I'm so desperate to go back. It's like a real tug on me now to be able to clear the backlog and just get into it. But I don't know. Can you ever see yourself going back, Spence? No, I'm going back. As soon as they give us an actual date for Ragnarok, I'm going to play the first one again. Uh, probably really close to the date, just so I'm fully caught up. So the same sort of thing you're doing now with Resident Evil, because you're playing through Resident Evil on stream, aren't you? The original one. Uh, before I am, uh, <laughs> I'm not doing too great with it, but yeah, I'm trying to. I haven't seen your notifications pop up in a while, so I was wondering where you were with that game. Have you given up? Uh, I don't think I've given up. It was just the point of my last stream, I was really enjoying the game as well. But I knew my stream was going to be ending soon because I'd been streaming for like three or four hours. And I wasn't really sure how to progress. I just didn't know what to do next. Sure. So I thought, I'll just end stream now. And then next time I know what my goal is. And then that was like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for me when I'm streaming, I tend to do sort of two to three hours um, when I'm streaming God of War. But different people pop in throughout the stream. And normally when Davey's in there, he's, he's backseat gaming. But uh, I do get people in a lot of the time, which is very nice. And they're very complimentary uh, towards... Yeah. Uh, my skills within the game but as soon as Davey gets in there it all falls to trash normally i think i've been getting a bit better about it recently have you who have you been watching no you i don't think i've been giving you any shit lately i've been like oh good job good job or how are you getting on with this or last time i remember saying to you you've gotten really good at this now so i've, I've been giving you nothing but sharing you with compliments i haven't been saying oh you fucked that up or you're not using your dodge <laughs> properly or like do you know you don't have to shield everything you know, I'm not giving you any of this stuff anymore. I'm now just doing a more encouraging style of parenting, you know, as you wade through it. Well done on that. Well, you did really well there, Phil. Well, last time I was in Spencer's um, stream when he was doing Resident Evil, he actually gave me mod privileges. So I'm thinking about doing the same thing when um, he next comes into my stream so he can curb some of your enthusiasm uh, for my playstyle. Well, I, I think to be fair, with Spence, with RE1, that was just painful. You learn these things as you go with examining an item or looking at a file and reading it through properly. And you learn the hard way. But I don't want him to go through that. I don't want him to experience that pain and suffering. I want him to have a nice time through it and to know what I know already. 
So I'm trying to help, even though... You weren't trying to help. I did try and fuck you over a couple of times. Yeah, a lot of Which time. you banned me for. Yeah. Phil, what else have you been playing? So sort of outside God of War, I've been on my grind to silver. Sort of every Wednesday night, uh, me and my duo buddy from, from work... Uh, jump on he's been playing adc i've been playing a bit of top lane bit of jungle and we're trying to grind our way up to silver he's got to silver because unfortunately i've been playing during the week when he's not there and i've lost some lp (laughs) (laughs) so i think maybe in the next couple of weeks i'll be up in silver which would be good let's go that'd be an exciting moment for the podcast i mean it's been a journey over 10 episodes and you still haven't achieved it so it'd be good to see you I mean, is Silver like the highest ranked then in League of Legends, or is it? Very much not, mate, and you know that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I've only been going to Silver for the last two episodes, I think, or maybe three episodes. Um, the, the, the full season hasn't been going. I remember pretty much, I think it was probably in episode two that we started talking about your grind to Silver. And I think now we're spanning multiple leagues, uh, multiple seasons of Multiple of seasons, of yes, correct. Yeah. So I, I think that's probably what the case is, you know. But We'll get there. We'll get there. I need to just play with you, mate. I was gold before. I don't know why I'm not playing with you. You're welcome to join, but I, I need all the help, you know, that you can give me. I think there's nothing worse in. than carrying someone. Take take Do it yourself, Phil. If you do it yourself, then all the pride's yours, isn't it? Whereas if Spence or your mate from work grinds you up to gold, it's not the same. It's not the same. No, I, I actually, in a sense, I kind of agree and disagree because I was trash bronze. Well, I was bronze. I won't say trash. I was bronze before. What, you started uh, on bronze? I was playing not with my iron. mates who were gold. I was playing with my mates who were gold. And that's how I got better from playing with them, seeing what they do in situations and watching them as we play. Yeah, the thing with thing with League of Legends is you, you could be hard struck like iron or bronze for the rest of your life, really. Because it you have to be really good to be able to carry out of those games. Especially yeah. when, you know, my, my most recent experience was I played three games Two of the games, I had people who went AFK in. And one of the games, I had a 0-10 Yasuo. So that's the experience of playing League of Legends at my level. It's disgusting. It's really heartbreaking. It, it, it almost makes me cry, honestly, because you cannot win those games, regardless of how good you are. So bringing in people that do play at a slightly higher level, they respect the game a little bit more, and they aren't just going to leave if someone starts losing the, you know, losing their lane. There's nothing worse than that, someone quitting in the middle of a game. It's just literally the worst, because you just think, well, you've just fucked over everyone else. Like, play, play your part, even if you're playing shit and you're going, like, neg or whatever it is. Just at least play your part with the rest of the team so that they have a chance of winning. Like, regardless of your own personal interest in it. But that's always the danger with online games. It's always been that way for, for everything. I don't really know how other other games have sort of, like, combated that kind of leaving a live game, if you like. Like League of Legends, very much, it's very difficult because as soon as someone leaves, you've got to restart the map, haven't you? It's not like something like COD where maybe they could just autofill someone in a live game. Well, it, it depends. The same thing kind of happened to me and Davey the other day because they introduced something to Call of Duty called the Call of Duty League, which is a ranked version of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically teams of four. And as soon as we started, it was our first game playing, our two teammates left. And it was us two versus four, and we had to capture two points. And we couldn't really do it, capture one each. We had to go as a team. And if we die, there's a respawn timer. So we just, there was nothing we could do. So no one just auto-filled your match or anything? It, it, no, not you, in the You literally right, had to do the same as with League of Legends, just like scrap the game and create a new one. Yeah, and, and yeah, so basically. the way it works, it was our first time on League play, is you, we played, what, 
four games was it spent or was it five? We played five. And then determining our performance in those five games, it then automatically places you in a tier uh, in terms of like if you're a challenger, if you're recruit, whatever it is, all the way up to the top of it. And so we did pretty well, I thought. I mean, you were absolutely slaying, Spence. You had some really good games. I did sick, game. mate. I did sick. We've had a bit of a turnaround on COD recently, and I don't know what it is, but I've gone from being the student to the master of Call of Duty, and I don't know what's happened. I don't know if it's that I'm just playing a different kind of playstyle, a bit slower, a bit more campy maybe. I don't know. But I've been slaying lately, absolutely slaying. My KD's been flying up. But put me away from my LMG and put me in league play and I get totally put down. And Spence, you've just risen up. You're like a phoenix rising from the ashes, getting these like 11 KDs, whereas I'm sitting there on maybe a 1.3. So you've been absolutely killing it on league play. League play is my kind of play style. League play was very well suited for me and how I play the game. Do you know what I found quite interesting? I looked into it as well. You know, our performance, we we lost the first game, obviously, because of our two teammates quit. But every single game past that, you and me both had positive KDs, absolutely slaughtered the other teams. And we yeah. just got put into the kind of standard rank, the top 50% of players. Well, I yeah. looked into it and apparently even pro players, there's a, there's a pro player who plays for like a sponsored COD team. And he was getting a 12.0 KD every single game, right? For five games. He got put into the same rank as us. So apparently the rank Why? system's just bullshit and it works on depending on the players you get matched up with. And if they're lower level and if you're stomping them, they don't earn as much for you as if you were in a hard lobby, which you... That's not our fault. No, and you can't help it. I know. I looked into it. I thought, oh, well, how could we have done better than we did? Because we won every single game bar the first one. Got luckier. Literally just got luckier. That's quite an interesting way of sort of structuring sort of online play and competitive play is that you 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 do a set of ranking matches before you get placed it's a decent system but obviously from what other people are experiencing that are a lot higher skill level than you and me spent it seems like it's a little bit flawed depending on who you're getting matched up with which is a bit of a shame but the cod update was pretty major so we got firebase c which is a new zombies map and we put 20 odd hours into die machine which was before this to get the easter egg and to kind of do all the content on it how are you finding this new update to cod uh, especially with like the new map with Express going on. What are your thoughts on it? Um, well, the new Zombies map, Firebase Z, is sick. I actually really like it and the way it works. With, you basically teleport. You start in a little village. You have to teleport to the Firebase, which is just like an army base. Turn the power on from three different Aether systems, which is like a little power source, I suppose. And the Easter egg seems way more in-depth than the initial map, which is strange, but it's good. The new Wonder Weapon I really like. I don't think it's... I think it's better than the Thunder Gun, the initial Wonder Weapon. You do, do you? You think it's better? I think I think it definitely is, yeah. I, see, I had way more success. Well, I mean, the kind of proof's in the pudding from our kills to each other. I had a thousand more kills when we played, and that's from just using the shotgun like a ball off the wall. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's quite underpowered. People are rating it because of its AoE secondary. Yeah, the... Yeah. But I, I don't like it. I really don't like it. I really miss... I really missed the Thunder Gun just because the lightning attachment on that thing was just nuts. You know, it was just absolutely it nutty. Really good, yeah. Whereas with the other one, it's just like you're using just a more powerful AK. That's what it feels like anyway. Yeah, but then in the prior map as well, the first die machine, I was never really using the Thunder Gun in any of this variants anyway. I was always just using the Gallo, pack a punch level three. 
And the thing is, you in this new one, you can pack a punch to win the weapon now. And I don't think we've got it to level three yet. That's true. We haven't yet. We haven't yet. We've only got it to like level two. I gotta say, I I just love zombies content. It's just so fun with COD. It's just the the problem is, it's such a time sink when you're going for Easter egg and you're trying to figure it out yourself and not use a guide. We must be looking around for for stuff like the the one part of it that we got stuck on and <laughs> end up taking us what twenty rounds to do. And we still didn't even do it. We just exfilled because <laughs> we were just like, well, it's too late now. We just got to go to bed. Was just trying to find the kind of memories for the um, for the different commanders you need for a code. And so you got to kill a specific enemy. But looking into it later, you got to kill them in specific locations. And we didn't know that. So we were just capturing all these things. It's like Pokemon. Uh, you pick up like a little attachment, which then you've got to weaken an enemy down to like really critical health. Then chuck it down, double tap square to like capture them. They go into the Pokeball, then you insert that then into a computer. And that's kind of how you get the memory. And we must have done that maybe 50 times. It was a lot. We, we went through 20 rounds lot. of zombies. We got from round 11 when we started it up to round 35 when we exfilled. So, yeah. you know, it was like a three-hour process. And that was annoying. But the actual goal of going for the Easter egg is just so fun for me that I don't mind that yeah. time sink for it. I don't know how you feel about that. No, I don't mind. I mean, I really like it. It's just my main issue is that Call of Duty is a bit buggy at the moment. And it seems like every single time we're playing, no matter what we're doing on there, I'm having a crash or two. Because the first session we had, we got to maybe a similar start of the Easter egg, maybe around 25-ish. And I was the host and my game crashed. So it just ended the lobby. And then second time we're playing, you're the host, which was a smart decision, I think, because for some reason I crash a lot. And then I crashed, so I lost my Pack-a-Punched AK and my Wonder Weapon and all my perks. And I had the rejoin and all my kills. I'd have lost all my kills. So that might be why you're so ahead of yeah, me Yeah, true. Well. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. I just think Call of Duty is the best bang for your buck that exists at the moment, I think. But it does have its issues. It, it crashes way too much, especially on my end. I don't know why. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. It's nice to see Express back as a map uh, from Black Ops 1, I think it was, or Black... No, Black Ops 2 it was, wasn't it? Black Ops 2, it was Black Ops 2, Nice yeah. to see that back as a map, and that's a fun map to play. I really enjoyed that. I mean, other than that, we had the new PlayStation Plus games, which went live. So we had Destruction All-Stars and Concrete Genie. You and me have both played both of those games. First off, before we get into Concrete Genie, which we'll probably have a little bit more to discuss, what are your thoughts on Destruction All-Stars? Oh, I don't even know what to say. I That game, I thought I liked it. And then I played it a bit more, and then I knew I didn't. <laughs> that game is is it's not it's not much of a game. It's not that fun. Apparently, a lot of people are enjoying it. Not me. How about you? Do you know? I I feel like I kind of put you off it a little bit. Actually, to be fair, I kind of feel a little bit responsible about your thoughts on it because I played two games of it and then uninstalled it. I knew it was trash. Do you guys want to just explain the the concept of this game first? Because um, you know, just just give us a bit of background on what what actually Destruction All Stars is. Sure. Uh, basically, you it starts off. You pick a character, and there's like twenty different characters, and each of them have different a, a vehicle ability and character ability. So the vehicle ability basically spawns you a new car mm-hmm. uh, when you use it, and then you get in that car, and that car has a special ability. So one of them will like have a blade on the front, one of them will surround itself in a shield, one of them will just have a turbo boost or something. And then the player ability, the one I played, basically you have square, which is a melee attack when you're running about. 
the one character I played, their ability meant they had no lag on that attack. So they're just like little buffs to the characters. But the main goal is basically to destroy other cars. And on the game mode we played, that uh, kind of gave you some loot. And you had to drop that loot off in the center. You had to drive the vehicle that you destroyed cars with into that to destroy it. And it would absorb the loot and add points to your team. The problem is, if the game relied more on being like Twisted Metal, I think it would be a fun game. If it was actually car-to-car combat and it was fun, it would work really, really well. But the fact that it's some kind of half-step, and really it's more it's more in tune with something like Burnout, in terms of you're just hitting a car, wrecking them, and then moving on to the next target. And I think for that reason it kind of fails for me. It just didn't have... You'd go full pelt into somebody, head-on collision, right? Definitely both would die in real life. You're going like 70 miles an hour into somebody else, front of their car smash them you get no points right and you get points for smashing another car and then you'll literally love tap somebody tiniest little tap ever and you'll get a load of points i'm like what the hell's going on and then as soon as you exit your car your person is just useless like you can't beat another person up really it's like impossible to do it or seems to be there's just no feedback to the game itself it literally feels like the most mediocre game i've ever played it's so 5 out of 10 to me. It's just unreal. So this this was a game that was originally going to be released on disc for people, wasn't it? Um, at the sort of yeah. £70 sort of price mark, maybe, potentially. It was 70 um, yeah. And, it was originally yeah. 70 And now and now later sort of, um, you know, offered on uh, offered as part of um, PS Plus. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, tell you what, if this game launched at 70 nobody would have bought it. I never would have played it. Yeah, I never would have played the game. It would have gone the same way as like Phoenix Rising where no one played it, and it's just now discounted to hell, and you can just get it for like 20 quid. It, the game, to me, I, I, I don't know if I'm the minority or not, to be honest, because I haven't looked at reviews, but the game's just trash. I honestly think it's trash. I really do. Do you think that's more down to, you know, the, the players that you're playing, because it's a free game, as opposed to someone who spent £70 and is a bit more invested in the game, who will spend more time in it and learn all those power-ups, learn all those characters, learn all those cars, maybe. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think because with Maneater that we played a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, right? That was a free game on PlayStation. I ended up putting 20-odd hours into it. I loved it. Really, really enjoyed it. So I don't think that's the case. I think it's just a case that the game itself just doesn't go in the ways that I'd want it to go to be an enjoyable enjoyable experience for me with spence the reason why i'm saying that i think i feel like i kind of poisoned him on it is because spence was like oh i'm gonna go for platinum on it and i was literally like you're fucking mad like what a waste of time that game is so shit and then literally a couple of hours later he's like yeah you're right and i'm like oh did i just fuck him over on that no it's because i literally I, I looked at the trophy list i thought i'll tick off some of the easy ones and they basically go into training you have to repeat the entire tutorial that they gave you at the start, except you get free roam after that. You get to just do free training. So then you just have to do an emote, and that's a trophy done. And I did that, and I did maybe two or three more trophies, and I thought, this is boring. These seem perfect for you boys, because, you know, you are trophy hunters. These seem very simple, simplistic trophies to be able to gain. I think there's, there's a difference, I think, between the level that, like, me and now Spence is on compared to your proper trophy hunter right like there's limits to what we'll do there's people that like like Devereux that we've mentioned on the podcast before where he's he's crossed like 120 odd platinums off the list and they're mostly GRPGs who's putting hundreds of hours in 
Fair play to the guy. I mean, he got the Hollow Knight Platinum. I can't even dream of getting that. So I'm not, not doubting his skill. But there's people that will just devote themselves to getting the Platinum and they're like, it's all worth it for that Platinum. Fuck that. If the game's shit or if the game just isn't, it's like ridiculous. Like with The Last of Us Platinum. We're not going to do that. Oh. We're just not going to do it. So for me, with it being a pretty trash game anyway, I'm not grinding through a trophy list for that, no matter even if it's a five-hour platinum. Fuck that. That's five hours of my life I'm not getting back. I know you boys are always sort of banging on about how good the offering of PS Plus is to me because I've, I'm someone who's never sort of taken up that service. Or maybe I've, I, I've, I've dipped in a little bit, maybe a month or two in the past. But is there any sort of redeeming features to this game at all? Can you see any potential with it? Of course, maybe they're going to patch it at a later date. Do you think this could possibly be, you know, the Destiny kind of story? where uh, later on they add more characters, they add more power-ups, where it could potentially be a bigger or better game? It's, it's hard to say. I'd say it's possible, but they'd have to overwork the engine. I think they'd have to overhaul the whole engine and add so much more feedback to the way you crash and the way you drive. And I don't think they'll do it. I mean, games like No Man's Sky, and of course, as I, as I mentioned, sort of Destiny, you know, they, they change those games quite fundamentally. Do you think there's potential of that? No, and I hope not. Because I don't want it to be a good game. I've played it now. I don't like it. If it comes out as a good game, I don't want to go back to it. The thing about it, there's not many competitors to this sort of genre, though, is there? The kind of destruction racing game. You know, outside of, you know, you nothing can't springs to my can't, mind. No, I can't exactly. think, no, I can't think of one. The, the, the closest one is probably Rocket League to this sort of genre. And that's the sad thing, is that there was people on Twitter that I saw saying, oh, this is the next Rocket League. I'll tell you what, you've got to be on crack to think that. You really do, because this game is not even a patch on Rocket League. I am totally shit at Rocket League, and I played it for a moment and realised how fucking good that game is. Literally just controlling it, you thought, wow, there's something special here. Whereas controlling just for a moment, and I played probably an hour and a half maybe, of Destruction All-Stars, which I'll never get back. Yeah. That time of my life now is completely <laughs> gone. Uh, my limited time on this earth, I've wasted it on that game. It's shit. It's total shit. It's literally, they'd had to totally <laughs> pull it back and say, do you know what, lads? We fucked up. Let's make it exactly like Twisted Metal Black and make it car-to-car combat instead of car-to-car bashing, which is what it is. Who who were the developers on this? I don't know if you guys mentioned them. It's Lucid Games Limited and Wushu Studios Limited. Well, they've made, obviously, Destruction All-Stars. They've made Switchblade, which is another, seems to be, vehicular destruction game. Geometry Wars 3 Dimensions, but I'm not sure. Jacob Jones and The Bigfoot 1, 2, and 3. And then Switchblade... DLC, by the looks of it. Mostly mobile games, I think. So it's not like this is the first crack of the whip for them. As you said, they've, they've previously done a, a, like a, like a car destruction game with, with Switch, was it Switchblade, you said? Yeah, Switchblade. Um, it was on PC and PS4. I think the reason why none of us have heard about it is probably because it's, it's got fundamental issues. Now, granted, I could be talking completely out of left field and they could be listeners shouting into their radios saying like, this is, Bullshit. They're radios. Yeah, yeah. We're three-year-old <laughs> men. We still listen to the radio, right? They're wireless. These little kids <laughs> on their wireless, what are they talking about? They know nothing about the video games. <laughs> but, you know, people could be popping off and saying, like, I really love this game. I tell you what, if you do, write in to the email, gmail.com. Let me know what it is, because I just do not see that special source in this game. I really don't. My my only theory as to why people could be enjoying it is simply just because they've just spent all their money on a PlayStation 5. They can't afford any games. They're just playing the game that's free. There is a very limited amount of games on the PS5, isn't there? 
you know. And if you have platinumed, you know, Demon Souls, you've gone through Spider Man, and and now you're getting these these PS Plus like additions, then of course you're going to spend some time at on these games aren't you well i mean they could play the other game that we both played spence which is concrete genie grant is a ps4 release but i really enjoyed that game i really enjoyed it too i did like what were your what are your thoughts since we're in your kind of session of what you've been playing what what are your thoughts on the game um I i felt it was a bit short which was fine it was fine i don't like that they give you the best abilities at the end so you don't really get to experience the game with them but it helped for going through for collectibles after the fact, anyway. Because the best mobility option they give you at the end. So for Phil, who's never played Concrete Genie, can you sum it up, kind of what the game is and what you're doing? Um, basically, you're just a kid in Dansk, I think the place is called. Um, it doesn't really matter. Uh, but he's like a little artist, he has a scrapbook, he paints monsters and such. Uh, and these bullies come along and they rip up your scrapbook and toss it in the water and chuck you in a tram to an island <laughs> all alone. It's actually really grim thinking about it. Basically, you meet a monster there called Luna, who's lovely. And Luna helps you get your mon- your like your pages back. So, what what style of game is it? You know, from from how you've explained it, is it is it a fighting JRPG here? Kind of like an exploration game, but you you just paint. You like there's darkness all over the world, and you use your paint to clear it. You have to paint to make the genies happy. The genies are the monsters. You paint to make them happy, and when they're happy, they fill your brush with super paint. And you use the super paint to clear the darkness. And a lot of the time, the genies can't move past the darkness. They can't get through it. So you have to make them happy to get the super paint to clear the path for the genie to progress. A painting game. Yeah. And it doesn't use the trackpad. <laughs> Which I, th- I thought was weird, but it actually worked What's out fine. What does it use instead, Spence? uses the gyro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I gotta say, the gyro works really well. The gyro works really well. It does. In terms of painting, what is a bit of a shame with it? Basically, what Spencer said is absolutely probably the best description you can give for this game. It is a painting game. It's a case you're just walking around a world which looks really charming. The graphical style on it, I loved. I really enjoyed it. It's kind of like kind of like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of style of animation in terms of the way the mouse will move and stuff like that. It's, um, it's really charming. The thing about the game is there's no free paint option. So you can't make your own designs or anything. You're just picking set designs and putting them on. So there's no chance you draw in a cock or anything like that on the walls. It's all already there. You just kind of pick it off the slate. The biggest issue with that game for me is that I was just not connected to the story whatsoever. I enjoyed going around and doing the actions that were set. It's a 7 out of 10 game for me. Straight in, middle of the pack. Fun to play. I enjoyed my time with it. Got the platinum, but wasn't incredible i'm not going to think about it ever again so when 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 you say you're painting is that kind of are you puzzle solving by painting are you not even you're not Uh, even doing that you literally it's just the genies will be on the wall and they'll ask you to paint something and you paint it and that is it and then once you paint it for them they're happy because i'm trying to think of games that involve painting and you know the ones that spring to mind are sort of max the curse of the brotherhood i don't know if you guys have sort of heard of that game that that's a game where you you paint certain things and you can solve puzzles with it Uh, and and then going back you've got mario paint as well but that that is just an artistic game you got the mickey mouse games where you're going around with a magic paintbrush painting the world it's kind of more similar to that i suppose on ps3 epic mickey okay. or yeah like yeah it. yeah it's kind of more similar to that i suppose than anything else but it is really unique that's the thing about it i'd say it's a really unique game i think unfortunately it kind of falls down on the game part of it it's just really not that engaging and also 
the main character is way more forgiving than I would be. Spence joins me right at the end of the story. And basically, you've got these bullies. Spoilers for this game, by the way. I don't know if you care or not, audience, but it's happening. Spoilers, you've got these, you've got these bullies that are bullying you the entire game, right? The whole reason why all this shit happened. And then right at the end, you're kind of forgiving them and saving them. And there's this one fat bloke who just sucker punches you while you're on the ground. And instead of getting up and being like, I'm going to paint this guy into the next oblivion, right? He's just like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'd be like, nah, I've got all these magic paint powers. You're getting put in the bin. Just do whatever you want. Just literally just go crazy on this guy. And to say he's like, oh, it's fine. It's okay. It's like this guy's been tormenting you your entire life. No school kid's going to be like, that's absolutely fine. Forgiveness is the lesson. If you were 10 and you had these magic paint powers, you'd start ruling that world. You just would. Like your genies would be setting people on fire. They'd be raiding all, all sorts of anarchy over everyone. And this kid doesn't even have a moral compass to dictate that. It's just like, Haha, it's all fine. I don't mind you just kick the shit out of me on the ground. It's all fine. And I was like, what? Why isn't this guy angry? Like, if someone just kicked me while I was on the ground, you're getting put in a bin. Like, especially that fat kid. That fat kid, like, oh, made me so angry playing that game. Even the other bullies at that point when the fat kid beats you up were just like, dude, what are you doing? It's at the point where everyone should just, he should just move. You should just go somewhere Is else. Is that the character's name? The Fat Kid? I don't know. No one knows his name. Nah, no, I don't you don't know. know any of the yeah, characters' names. Name. Oh, one kid's called Froggy. Froggy. We all yeah, know Froggy. Froggy. <laughs> it's the only character we know. Froggy, Ash, and Luna. That's oh, yeah, know. you know the main character's name. I didn't know that. Oh, and um, Splotch, Spark, and... Oh. I would have had Stabby. That would have been my one on my backpack, so I would have just stabbed those kids. Stabby. All right, boys. Do you think this would have been a game you guys would have played if it wasn't on PS Plus. Maybe maybe if it was like a tenner, actually. I, yeah. I would have, I would have, because this was something that I was actually really interested in when it was first shown, because it, it was hyped at the time when this was released, uh, well, just before it was released, it was being shown on every single PlayStation, like E3, it was being shown every, every single time Concrete Genie was being shown, and so I was really interested in checking it out. And then obviously we had, on the same day it released, they released all the PS5 news and everything else. So it got overshadowed. I thought, oh, I'll pick it up when it gets cheap enough. And it just never dropped down to that price that I'd be like, I'm jumping in on. I think for 15 quid, you can have your fun with it. It's probably like a, what, eight, 10 hour platinum, which I thought was fine. I did it in like seven, yeah, I think. I Honestly, I think the game's a five out of 10, maybe a four. Whoa. Just because just of the lack of game. <laughs> There is no game. You just kind of run about and paint on the wall, which I guess is the video game, but it's, the story's a pile of trash. Nothing you guys have said, you know, this evening about this game has sort of attracted me to want to play that. You've gone through all the kind of narrative of this game and kind of all the kind of talking points of paint powers. Yeah, there, there's nothing there for me. I, I enjoyed my time with it. I did enjoy my time with it. And if, if they added more, I'd go back and play the extra content. But that's it. So this, this this is a game that's on the PS4 and the PS5. Is there anything extra in this game that sort of the PS5 sort of, you know, takes advantage of? No, it's just a PS4 game. There's, there's no PS5 patch or anything. It's just played through backwards compatibility. Okay. And so is that everything for yourself, Spence? No other games? Um, I've also been playing a bit of Sea of Thieves on my PC through Xbox Game Pass. I think that's a swear um, word. We'll have to cut that out. I know I talk about League that. of Legends, but docks that League of Legends really. ain't on Xbox. Well, I'm playing it on PC through Game Pass. Are we going to allow that, Davey? We'll give it an allow. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. I wouldn't mind knowing what's going on. I mean, this game, when it was released, everyone was shitting on it, so it was a load of trash. Uh, I know that since then, it's had a very minor following. 
because it's not exactly blown up or anything. But I know that people are really enjoying that game on Xbox Game Pass and getting into it for the first time. From what I understand, it's done by Rare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. They've added a lot of content into the game from what I've heard, and it's actually a really fun experience. And for me, I'm all about a sea shanty. I love, I love that from Black Flag, from Assassin's Creed. And so be able to roam around and do that with your mates sounds really fun to me. So what have you been doing? Because I know you put quite a lot of hours into this game previously, probably about a year ago. Yeah, I put a lot. And basically, the main goal is this free... Um, kind of people that obtain quests from this the order of souls there's the merchants and there's the gold hoarders and gold hoarders is is basically going around solving riddles to find buried treasure x marks the spot on maps and such order of souls is it gives you skeletons which are the enemies typically and you have to go to the island they're on and kill the skeleton captains and take their skulls back and sell her the skulls and the merchants are basically you have to go and find like rare tea or food or something and you have to bring it back to her but she has a a time limit so you have to do it within a set amount of time which makes up for it being the most boring one and it is the most boring one anyway it's horrible but basically there's this thing called emissaries which is you raise their flag their emissary flag and it starts on level one and the more quests you complete for them uh it will go up to eventually level five and when it's level five all the treasure you put into them will give you extra money and then you sell the flag back to them to get even more money. So last time we played, it pushed me over 1 million gold. We got maybe 50,000, 60,000 gold coins. And that was, that was big. That was big. It was sick. And I've been playing with my friends. We've had a full full team, full squad, big boat, galleon. So we basically finished the big emissary quest, throw a few firebombs on the ship, set it on fire, sail it out to sea, and we play our music as the sink ships. And then we end our session. Nice. Sounds like a lot of fun, mate. It is a lot of fun. It is actually brilliant. Is it something that you'd play if you didn't have Game Pass? Would you buy the game? I would. Um, I didn't before, just because I didn't have the money. And Game Pass was on offer the other day, so it was £1 for three months. So I did it, obviously. It was a pound. <laughs> and now I can play Sea of Thieves for three months. I, um, I think Sea of Thieves is definitely one of those games has has sort of a PlayStation loyal list that I hear a lot about, and it is a game I would like to play at some point. Yeah, it is. It is such a good game. I see a lot of a lot of people don't like it, but that's very much because there's no dead set goal in the game. It's just it's open world. This is what it's you a sandbox, can do, isn't it? It is very it's, much it's, a sandbox. It's very much like Minecraft in the sense that you can do anything or create anything and go anywhere, isn't it? Yeah, you just. It chucks you in there, says these are your options, pick one, do it as long as you like. And eventually, once you get all three of your um, oh, clans, I suppose, the three merchants, uh, up to level 50, you can then start doing Athenas. And Athenas are insane. They're basically massive puzzles along multiple islands mm. where you get awesome rewards. And there's Loot of the Damned where you go to an island, you fight off waves and waves and waves of skeletons, and then there's a vault underneath the island, you get loads of loot. And then it's just the act of getting back to the outpost safely, because there's a megalodon, there's a kraken, there's ghost ships, there's enemy players, there's all these things that can just find you and fuck you up. And it's getting back to the outpost of all this treasure, 
turning it in and seeing the money come down in the top right is just so satisfying. It's like getting good loot in World of Warcraft or just, a game like that. Just seeing it all roll in. Because I, I, I know when it first sort of launched, there was a lot of complaints that there wasn't much content there. But it is yeah. a sandbox game and that was sort of their argument. But it definitely sounds like there's a hell of a lot more there to sort of explore these days. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's such a good game. I'd highly recommend it, especially considering Game Pass for your first time is so cheap. What I like about it is the fact you mentioned a Megalodon there. So you know how I feel about yeah. sharks in video games? Any single time there's a shark in a video game makes it a much better experience for me. So that is something that would pull me in, to be fair. What's your favourite Resident Evil, Davey? My favourite Resident Evil is Resident Evil 1. Has that got a shark in it by any chance? It does. It has multiple sharks in it, which Spencer's yet to experience. But that's the game I've No, been... no, no spoilers. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it anyway. It's not too far ahead from where he is, to be honest. Yeah, that's the game I've been playing. So on my YouTube channel, which you can find at, uh, just go into YouTube, type in SSJ Davey. I've been covering off all the Resident Evil games. And so I've been playing generally the ones that I've never played before. So with Revelations and Revelations 2 and Resident Evil 0 and stuff like that. But now I'm working on to the mainline series on the way to Village, which comes out on May 7th, as we all know. And so I've played through Resident Evil 1. And it's my first time playing back through that game in 18 years. I tell you what, my memory was not there. I got my ass kicked on my first time through that game. Absolutely ass kicked. All because, and it wasn't the enemies, it was the fact that I just couldn't remember stuff. So I played it as Jill for my first time through. With Jill, you don't have to get the broken shotgun to be able to get your shotgun. So you can just get the shotgun off the wall and Barry will save you from that room. Turns out you can't just sit in the room and do nothing while that wall's coming down. You have to frantically click on the locks to try and get out of that room, which I didn't remember. So I just sat there and just got crushed. And I lost all my all my playthrough to that point. So that was annoying. And things like that happened over and over and over again. My own memory fucked me over for having played it before and knowing roughly what happens, but not exactly. Do you now feel sorry for Spencer on his sort of run through of Resident Evil 1? No, because he wouldn't. <laughs> no, not at all. Because Spence wouldn't have these memories, so he wouldn't know that something's not quite right and know kind of what's coming, but not where. Right, yeah, but the issue there is that you were saying to me during the issue with the shotgun, <laughs> I replaced with the broken shotgun, you were like, you don't need to, just stay in the room, it'll save you, it'll save you. You forgot that I had the bang on the door. <laughs> so I would have died and lost my progress had I listened yeah, to you. Yeah, you would have, you would have. I, I tell you what was also quite interesting is for the start of Resident Evil 1, Right. When you pick your difficulty, there's three options that are displayed. And they're not like very easy, easy, normal, hard, whatever, right? It's three different statements, which are like, I love to climb a mountain, I love to feel pain. And the middle one would be like, I like a walk up a country hill. This is really nice. And the last one would be like, I don't like to walk at all. Right, it'd be something like that. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't want to play it through hard on my first time through. So I'll just pick the middle one. I got to the end. I had 76 rounds of shotgun ammo. I had 16 first aid kits. I had like 14 full heals. I had all this stuff. Turns out, first time through, I played it on easy. And I was so pissed off at myself because the entire game I was like, this isn't right. I walked into a boss and I had a full shotgun and all this different stuff, right? Got into the, got into the end boss, 
killed him in, a, in literally a handful of bullets. And I was like, this just, this isn't right. Trophy Pop said you complete it on easy. And I was like, God damn, I knew it. I knew it. So I thought, right, I'm going to run it through then on normal, which was the hardest difficulty that I had unlocked at that point. We, uh, I did it with Chris on that point. So I was in two run throughs now. And I managed to shave off four hours from my game time. Loved it. And it was actually quite challenging, even though I went to the last boss fight with 40 rounds of a shotgun ammo and 24 rounds of magnum. So always do the same mistakes of taking too much with me. Second time through, absolutely loved it. And now I'm working through a speed run for my third time. What what was the setting you chose, Davey? Because I, I've just looked it up and, and very easy is a walk <laughs> and easy, easy is hiking and normal is mountain climbing. Hiking I chose first. You went hiking, so easy. The middle one. On yeah, easy. the middle one out of the yeah. three. I'll tell you what, the game is absolutely beautiful. Even to this day, the environment design, sensational. The music is absolutely brilliant. What I love is the difference between Jill and Chris's playthroughs in terms of what happens with the story, the little side special events that happen between the two characters. Love it. Absolutely love it. So, Davey, when, when you first played this, was it PlayStation... What, three when you first played this? Well, originally, when I first ever yeah. played it, GameCube yeah. for me. GameCube, I played oh, it. Oh, you played it on GameCube. Yeah, GameCube for myself as well. That's why I was just looking through on the wiki yeah. uh, when it first sort of appeared. So it, but you're now playing it through on a PlayStation 4 emulator, is it? Well, it's PS5, isn't it? But it's it's, it's the yeah. PS4 version of it, yeah, the HD remaster. So the game originally came sure. out in 2002 on the Nintendo GameCube. And I played it in probably... Not long after its release, I remember that my friend had a house party and we must have been, what, 14 at the time, something like that. And we used to go around... So, so not, not even old enough to buy the game? Because <laughs> it's a mature. <laughs> so your, your mum had to buy it for you. Well, I didn't buy it. It wasn't my copy. I never owned a GameCube. So I went around to my mate's house and, and we rented it from Blockbuster. And Blockbuster at the time, nobody gave a shit about game age ratings. Like... I remember buying Grand Theft Auto when I was 13 for my PS2. Like, nobody cared. Nobody cared about it at that point at all. And so I remember buying... I remember we rented it from Blockbuster, and we took it back, and we had a bottle of cider, because even at 14, I could get served for a bottle of cider at the co-op, which was by my house. So I used to buy a one-litre bottle of cider, and then we used to sit round, and we just played that game through. For that entire four days straight and we'd play it through that entire time this is all very incriminating mate are you sure you want to be putting this out on the podcast at the end of the day surely the amount of time that i'd spend in jail now or juvie could they send a 31 year old man to juvie what for crimes you committed when you were 14 not not an adult <laughs> <laughs> yeah can they do that is that a thing have i got that to worry about going to juvie I mean spending time with a load of like angry teenagers is probably worse than being in a male like proper prison that's got to be worse, surely. Hearing all these kids rage about Fortnite. Oh my God, I'd kill myself. I'd kill myself. I'd end it all there and then. If any of our listeners do want to uh, jump in on the podcast when Davey doesn't show up next week because of his omissions um, for you know, being served underage for both games and alcohol, uh, please email in to psweetrust at gmail.com. The other game I've been playing other than RE1, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, boys. It's happened. No way. Finally happened. I've put four hours in. Wait, four hours? Did it today. Four hours today. Did, didn't put it on oh the Google God. Doc because I thought it would be a nice surprise for you guys. What have I been doing with my life? This game is sensational. <laughs> it is fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. 
everything about it so far. So what's happened in my first four hours is now the world's fully opened up and I'm doing missions as I go. And so there's a big open world and it's kind of like a fog of war across the entire world. So you're kind of moving through it and uncovering more as you go. Classic open world, but it looks sensational. It looks so beautiful and the particle effects are just brilliant. The, the way the whole, the whole HUD is just non-existent, there's no HUD at all, is all completely minimalist by design, and it just adds to just how beautiful the game looks. It really does. Like, before this, the best open-world game I've ever played in terms of design has been The Witcher 3, in terms of how good it looks, and this blows that out of the park. At this early stage, the combat isn't quite there yet, it's very basic, but I've got a skills menu. So I know I'm going to be unlocking these things as I go. For people who are like me, slept on the fence. Granted, there's not much of us because this game sold an absolute shit ton. So I know I'm in the minority here. Check it out. This game so far, brilliant. How, how are you playing it, Davey? Did you get it on a digital download or did you buy the physical disc? Are you playing it on your PS4 Pro or are you playing it through your PlayStation 5? Playing it on my PS5. So I bought the game not long after it came out on PS4. And I've just sat on it, waiting to play it for this entire time. So for 10 episodes of this podcast, I've been saying about I'm going to play it. And I wanted to make sure I played it for this podcast, for the blowout. That's big. But did, you didn't answer the question. Do you have the, the physical or digital? Oh, always physical. I, I, the only things yes. I buy digital for yes. are for if it's on sale on PSN. So it means, Spence, you're, well, you're in. You can borrow it after I'm done. Yes! <laughs> But it is fab, and uh, it recently had an update on PS5, so it's running at 60 frames at 1440, so it's got the best of both modes for the PlayStation Pro version, so it's running at 60 and having the highest resolution. So with the game, do you get to sort of spec in certain aspects, or is it kind of you get every skill as you go through the game? I'm, I'm too early to be able to tell, but I imagine it's going to be a get everything by the end, kind of like how God of okay. War is. God of War is much the same, where by the end of the game, if you've sure. done everything, you've got all the skills. And then it's the joy of doing a new game plus if you want to. I think it's going to be that, but I'm too early to tell. So I'll have to tell you on episode 11, where I probably will have completed it by then, I imagine. Last episode, we had a really interesting and engaging email from Cabrina, who is a recent contributor to the show. Number one fan. Number one fan. She is. And if you remember last time, she gave me an offer, which I could basically not refuse where she offered me millions of pounds to be able to go in on just supply my ID and everything. Well, I sent her an email to which I haven't had a reply. So this was the email I sent her. Just before I do send you my ID, I need to make sure this is genuine, as it's a life-changing proposition. Can you answer this question for me, please? I'll know if you're real then. Which host is your favourite? Davey, Phil or Spencer? And secondly, what's your most anticipated release for 2021 on PlayStation? Regards. Nothing. So, we thought it'd be a good idea to give her a call. So, if you remember last time, she gave us her phone number. So, we are going to call that right now on the podcast. Make sure you one for one your number. I'm not going to one for one it because then if she if she does phone me back, it'd be even funnier. So, let's have a look. Just calling her straight up ringing her. Can't take your call right now. Just leave you a message. So it's Silent Hill. And when you're done, press hash. What was that noise? 
Hi there, Cabrina. You're live on NPS We Trust. I've sent you an email basically asking about who your favorite host is, whether it's myself, which is Davey, whether it's Phil. Hello. Hey, how are we doing? Or if it's Spencer. Yeah, we already know it's me. Come on, Cabrina. So we're waiting for your response. So if you can please reply to the email, then we can please uh, get our transaction underway and I can become a multimillionaire. Really looking forward to hearing from you. Take care. We'll speak to you on episode 11. No luck, lads. Although we did find out that she lives in Silent Hill, by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, that noise was horrific. She either lives in Silent Hill or is a big Silent Hill fan and she's currently playing it. And that's why she couldn't answer her phone. Of course. Of course. Makes sense. Makes sense. We've got we've got to give her the benefit of the doubt because the amount of time and effort it must have taken her to write that email and then, of course, to reply to you. What was it? Two or three times throughout this this back and forth we've had with her? She's nothing but committed. And I think at the end of the day, you know, I'm quite happy sending my ID, but I want to make sure that she's genuine, you know? So I'm just taking that precaution, listeners, before I send it. But we'll let you know what happens when we go into the next episode on episode 11. And of course, if she does ring you back during the show, we'll, we'll put her on live oh, because course. she has got your number now. Of course, this is going to be fun. This opens up a whole can of worms for me in real life. So this is going to be fun. But let's dive into. The big quiz. We started this episode saying that it's a blowout. This is why it's a blowout. We're diving into the big quiz. It's a blowout. It's a blowout. Ba -ba 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 -ba. We're having a blowout. So for episode 10, we originally planned that we were going to get trashed and do the entire episode. And we thought, you know what? We're not really involving the audience in this. So we thought the best way to get around that is to devise a quiz that you guys can play along at home. Now, the rules for this quiz are as follows. We're going to ask Siri to pick a number between 1 and 3. Whatever number is selected will then determine who goes first. So I'll be number 1, Spencer number 2, Phil number 3. Happy with that, lads? Spencer, no. Yeah. Spen well, Spencer's got a promotion here. Hey. Hey. I'm always number 2 in this. Siri was my Siri idea. Siri was his idea, sorry. But anyway, the way it will work is that when we get onto that then, Whoever is running that quiz, so each person has five questions to ask the rest of us. So if it's Spencer's go, he has to ask myself and Phil five questions. If we get a question right, we don't have to drink. If we get a question wrong, we have to take a shot. Now we've all got Jaeger, and I think we're all doing Jaeger bombs. So it means potentially no. we got a maximum of... 10 Jaeger bombs each that we consume doing this. So this is going to go down quickly. The kicker to this is that whoever wins this entire quiz and gets the most points overall gets to nominate five additional Jaeger bombs to whoever they want. So there is a benefit to winning this quiz too. Five is a lot, mine. Five's good enough. Five's all about... <laughs> five will make you get up, sing in. One, two, three, four. Five will make you get down, down. Is that before your time, Spence? That's a five song. Yeah, that was a five probably, song. yeah. Davey very much maxes out on 11 Jaeger bombs, isn't it? That's your limit. Generally, that's where I end, yeah. So this podcast may end shortly after this quiz. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'll have to try and win. <laughs> but um, that's how we're going to do it. Now, in terms of selecting who answers which questions, the way it's going to work is that we're going to do it in a rolling fashion. So whoever's go it is, they then choose whoever starts, if it's out of the other two. And then on question two, it's the other person to start. Now, 
if the first person gets the question wrong, it goes to the other one to answer and so on, so on, so on. This is the most complex drinking game ever. Basically, just play along at home, follow along as we go, and we'll have some fun. So, let's hand it over to Siri to see how we do. Hey Siri, pick a number between one and three. A random number between one and three is two. Two Spencer. Spencer starts. It's two. Should be me. Honestly, Phil, until Davey said two, I thought I was going to be number three. Spice it up. Spice it up. So, Spence, you're in first. You're in prime position. Who do you want to answer the first question first? I want you two on camera to play rock, paper, scissors for me. Okay. It's not very interactive for the audience, but okay, we can do it. You'll have to commentate as we go through, Spence. All right, ready? I'll say rock, paper, scissors. And then you both shoot on scissors. Yep. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors. That was horrible, but you were on scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Let's do, do, do a countdown. Normally you go one, two, three. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, three, two, one. Rock, paper, scissors. Davey wins. <laughs> he also, for me anyway, his hand was out first as well, so he had no clear advantage. But Davey picked paper and Phil picked rock. Let's go. Always a winner. Always a winner. Right, let's go then, Spence. Chuck right. them at me. Let's see how we get on with question one. Right, my first question to you is why were the bases of the PlayStation 1 discs black? <clears throat> Was it A, to prevent scratches, B, to make them easier for the console to read, or C, no reason? No reason. It was a design decision, just to make it look cool. It was a design decision. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. Do you want it to be a case, right? This is how we should do it. Maybe we do one question Why each. Why don't we do it? Why don't we do it? So that you ask that question, I then say my answer, and then you hand it over to Phil before you say the correct answer. That's the way it should be. Yeah, that makes more sense, actually. That so, Phil, you just, you just saved yourself from potentially having a drink. So, well done. Actually, Phil, what would you have said, though, prior to knowing? Yeah, I, I would have definitely gone with the uh, design decision. <laughs> Such <laughs> bullshit. Such <laughs> bullshit. All right, okay. So it's, it's Phil's turn to answer the next question first. This one is a multiple choice. This one's common knowledge, but obviously I'll let you both answer. Uh, of course, we know that Sony initially was in talks with Nintendo to design the first ever PlayStation. But after that fell through, which other company were they also in talks with? You said it was multiple choice? No, it's not. I'm, I'm going to go along with Sega. Sure, and Davey, Phillips. you? Phillips. Uh, well, the correct answer is Sega. Sega! Take a shot! Let's go. That's not a Jaeger ball. I just realised I put a double shot in. Yeah, that's not a Jaeger ball. I just realised it's like the biggest Jaeger ball I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was an entire tumbler basically full of Jaeger with a drop of that. Yeah, not doing that again. All right. Yeah, that was a bit big. <laughs> question three. All right. My third question, Davey, you start. Uh, what date did the PlayStation 2 initially release? Was it the 4th of March 2000? 22nd of November 2000 or the 3rd of February 2000? The November date 2000. You I'm going to go with September. Wasn't not. Oh. 
Well, yeah, no, keep, keep it that. Keep it September. Keep it September. <laughs> Say again? It was March, November, or February. Well, I can't pick the same as Davy, obviously. No. You can if you think it's right. If you think it's right, nah, then you have, you can nah, we see. should make that a rule. No, because if it's right, you, and you know it's right, right okay. SP. For, for the interest of the game, I'll go with March. <laughs> the correct answer is 4th of March. Fuck! <laughs> Take a shot. Take a I shot. My, I finished my colossal drink. <laughs> That's jokes. I'm pretty sure the three, no, the four and the five were both November, maybe oh. the three as well, but the two launched in March. I really appreciate you sending me the answers over before the quiz, Spence. I hope you receive mine as well. You're welcome, mate. Yeah, you are That's welcome. That's all right, no worries. This energy drink. Still waiting on your answers, but, I'll send, you know. you, send them over now. This I'll energy blink, drink is nothing I'll blink twice. <laughs> horrendous. Absolutely horrendous, this energy drink. Absolutely horrendous. I don't remember the last time I took a shot, and I've poured myself a Jagerbomb, and it fucking reeks. Yeah, I don't know why I've chosen <laughs> yeah. this, but for me it was either Jagerbomb or Sambuca. So it's. <laughs> I've also realised that my shot glass this. is actually a double shot glass. So yeah, yeah. Like so that's it. also a little bit of extra intrigue into it. But, Calm you know, down, big man. I don't have a shot glass. Ugh, ugh. How many? How many right, more so questions? We got? Oh, okay. We got two more questions. He's currently three-one up on me. Yeah, he is. All right, Phil, mate, your start. On what date did the first episode of NPS We Trust, a PlayStation podcast, go live? Was it on the 30th of September, the 7th of October, or the 14th of October? I'm going to go 14th of October. Okay, and David? I'm going to go the same. It's correct. You can't go the same after I didn't go the same last time. Yeah, you can. Come on, take a shot. So you were saying, you say, let's make it a rule that you can't. <laughs> yeah, but then you said, nah, 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 nah. Nah, you said nah. So I was like, no, we're going with that. I thought you boys might like that question. Oh, well, there we go. I, I've been doing well off this quiz, haven't I? You're on four, it's four you to two at the minute, mate. You're this. absolutely slaughtering. Uh, my final question, boys, question number five. Uh, Davey starts. On episode four of NPS We Trust, Phil's introductory line is what? A, it's your boy. B, soundboard effects into what's going on, boys. Or C, greetings, boy. Greetings, boy. And Phil? Soundboard effects. It's A, it's your oh, boy. No! Oh, no! Oh, 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 fuck's sake. I knew, it wasn't gre- I knew it wasn't greetings, boy, anyway. I thought that was when, I thought that was going to be the episode after we did the, that looks so much smaller than mine does. In this tumbler, it hasn't mixed. It's, that's why it hasn't mixed. It's further well. away. It's what's called perspective. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible. That's Phil's first well, shot. Five questions, and he only had to do one. That's my first shot in gotta be a year. <sighs> I have to pour mine now. Dear God, and I have to guess <laughs> who do you want to hand it over to next for the next questions? Well, seen as I, I feel like. Should be me next. Oh, you did true. win. Do you want? Do you want to go next, then, Phil? True. I will go next. Yes. Issue is, I think I'll get most of Phil's wrong. Depends on how savage they are. Oh wait, you ready for the bottle crack? You ready for the bottle? All crack, right, guys. guys. If, if you want to just set up your drinks, I've got five questions for you, each with four options. Okay. What we're going to do? We're going to go alternate. So we're going to go 
as Davy's already taken a couple of shots and he's at a clear disadvantage, um, he'll go first. Spencer, you'll go second. <laughs> and 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 the way I want to play it is, if Davy chooses an answer, Spencer, you cannot choose the same answer even if you know it's correct. So at least one person will be taking a shot on each round. Understood? Sounds fair to me. Spencer? Yeah, I mean... Are you ready? If the answer's right, I'm going to be fuming, but yeah. Here we go. In the game Death Stranding, what name is printed on Sam's original bike? So this is the bike you initially start off with in the game. Oh, Christ. Is Is it endurance, fortitude, stamina, or resilience? Davy. Endurance? I was going to say endurance. I've not played Death Stranding. I answer. <laughs> what were the options? Endurance. Endurance, stamina, fortitude. Or resilience. I'll say resilience. Spencer, take that shot because it was indeed endurance. Whoa. Well done, Davey. Of course it's endurance. Of course, I would have gone with. Oh, I've not played the game. <laughs> take that shot, mate. Take that shot. Did you know oh, that? ASMR? Total guess. Total guess. It's like, if, if, <laughs> if you look at the pictures, it's it's so tiny across the front wheel of the bike on the on the fairings. And it's actually slightly hidden as well on Sam's bike. So it isn't something that you would know from playing the game. It's a but question it's just, I, would, I wouldn't have known. Was that just a shot of Jaeger? Or did you mix that? I mixed it. But I put, I saw it pouring, right? And obviously in a big glass, it doesn't look like there's a lot in there. But I was pouring for too long and I just felt like that's, <laughs> that's got to be a shot. What did you think? What did you think I did? I just wasn't sure. I was like, well, wow, that's a massive amount of Jaeger. I was like, I thought you just, yeah, did, it was. Like, I thought you just filled up like that, that entire third of a glass with Jaeger. Fair play. It felt, Catch it tasted like I did. I, I literally, it didn't look like I put that much in there, but the uh, amount of time I spent pouring, I thought, fuck me, this has to be a shot. Okay, guys. Question two. In the game Resident Evil, who would have thought I would have picked these two games? Which character that starred in a Resident Evil spin-off on PS2, this is very important, is referenced by having his or her name on a plaque on a desk in the Resident Evil 2 remake. So you know when you're in the police office, there's lots of plaques that say certain sure. names, and there's a character that's in a Resident Evil 2 spin-off on PS2. Sorry, there's there's a character that's in, in a Resident Evil spin-off on PS2 on that plaque. Is it A, Claire Redfield, B, Yoko Suzuki, C, it's a car. Rita Phillips. Four, Cindy Lennox. Spencer, what's your first answer? Uh, I'll go for A, because it's the only character I know. <laughs> a, Claire Redfield. So, David, you've got Yoko Suzuki, Rita Phillips, or Linda, oh, sorry, Cindy Lennox. And these are all Resident Evil characters. I think it's the the last the last one. Cindy Lennox? Yeah. She's the blonde one, I think, from Outbreak. 
I totally understand why you would go for Cindy Lennox, because she is the blonde one that everyone knows from um, Resident Evil Outbreak. But that is incorrect. Oh, fuck's sake! I'm getting fucked on this, Chris! And unfortunately, Spence, so is Claire Redfield. That is also incorrect. The name that is referenced on the desk is Rita Phillips. And she is also... Have you picked five games that I've never played? She is also a police officer uh, that serves uh, in Raccoon City, but in Outbreak, File 2. Brilliant. Well, yeah, great. This energy drink makes this <sighs> makes this so unbearable. Normally, a Jaeger bomb is a nice experience, and it depends where you get it from. If you get it from Metro's or that skanky place we went to before in Cardiff, remember where they were like five for five? <laughs> oh god, five? yeah, that's bad. The best shots I've ever had are definitely best when we I went to had. Leamington Spa. Had. Well, we went to Leamington Spa yeah. when they were in those plastic, like those little white plastic glasses where you were like, oh, can I get a double uh, vodka and Coke? And it was literally just a double vodka. Yeah, it, it was pre It was a cup of pre-made. vodka. Yeah. No, no, the only reason that was good is because we were trained at the time by a Thursday night at yours. So it was literally like drinking at your house. That's how bad it was. They were pre-made. So it was flat lemonade. It was terrible. Oh, now with incredible. my cultured brain, it would be trash. Right. Well, so far, Spence, you're 0 for 2 on Phil's questions. Two games I've never played. Is there a Last of Us question by any chance? No, no, Phil. Funny you say that. In the game Last of Us, yes. this is Davy's question first. What is the name of the comic oh, book no. series Joel collects for Ellie? Is it A. Glorious Space Wars B. Savage Space Wars C. Peaceful Starlight, or D, Savage Starlight? I'm going to go for D, Savage Starlight. Yes, D, it is D. Come on, man. Come on. That's so peak. Spencer, oh what, what would you God. like to go for? <laughs> I don't care. Any of them. I don't care. It's D. It's D. Yeah, unfortunately, you're wrong there, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, the correct answer is what Davey's gone for, so uh, take a shot. I will say, though, that's a brilliant question. Nice. That is a brilliant question. Don't I'm... suck up, Spence. Oh, I hate Don't you. Don't suck I, up. No, I totally love. I'm getting I totally all these love wrong. the way these have fallen because the next one is a game Davy loves. Oh, brilliant! So take your shot, Spence. Oh, that's not great for me. <laughs> not yeah, great no, for no, me. Did you just it. say, Spence? Yeah, it's not great for me. I hope the next one's a destruction all stars question. <laughs> well, if you th- if you I think definitely about don't it, Spence. Love that. I've gone from Death Stranding to Resident Evil to The Last of Us. I wonder what game could be next. Oh, I bet it's Uncharted. I bet it's an Uncharted question. I bet you... If it's Uncharted, that's fine for me. I can do Uncharted. You've played them all, haven't you? Unless it's Lost Legacy. Yeah, none of us have played that. Well, uh, Phil has. I have, yeah. PSP, wasn't it? No, no, no. Whatever, Vita. PS4. Oh, what was the Vita one? Oh, that's way too much. Abyss. That was Golden Abyss for PS Vita. Golden Abyss, yeah. I played, I played Golden Abyss. I played Golden Abyss. It's first Uncharted I ever played. Not a bad one to start on, to be honest. Great game. Great game. Yeah, it was brilliant. I actually loved it. It was my favourite game. Do you like the way I've just thrown you off by kind of not getting the name of that game correct? What? <laughs> oh, he's, oh, it's meta. He's playing meta games with us, Spence. Take your shot, Spence. Come on. Hold on. I poured that much That's on fine. That, well, I've been doing that. I've been doing doubles. 
No, that's yeah, that's in a glass, yeah, but this is a though. big fat ass tumbler, bro. It's pussy well, Listener, I've got to stop doing this. Sure I'm doing this right into the mic. Hold there's on. Been, it's been about five minutes of tomfoolery between Spencer's wrong answer and him trying to fill up his glass. And he's trying to skate his way out of taking this. And there it is. And I don't think it's a full size shot. Talk shit again. Talk <laughs> shit. Talk take shit. A drink, mate. To, take Talk a shit. Drink. Spark you out, geezer. Oh, it stinks. He's taking the sip to his mouth. It's going down the gullet. He's looking very happy with himself. Oh, and it's done. Well and done. There's, the ug- there's the ugly face that everyone pulls after a shot. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? Mm. Oh, my eyes are Can you watering. imagine the person that tastes <laughs> this for a living? Like, lovely. Can you imagine a person that's like, oh, that's a great vintage. Great what, what, if you work in the... Great you work vintage. with a Jägermeister. The, yeah, right? Jägermeister. That batch tastes a bit off. It's like, oh my god, you must have you must have a throat with steel. To be able to take this. Oh, this was cough medicine originally back in the day. I'd, lo- I'd love to think he's a you know a, a French you know really refined gentleman. But French? Like Why does he the, have to be French? Like, well, compare the the obvious stereotype, which you think is the people that drink Jägermeister. So it might be you know a big <laughs> German, locker, right? Surely a German, sl- German, a, yeah? a Slayer fan, or you know German. someone with a big beard. I'd love it to be someone in it, like like a, a tweed suit with a French accent going, mm, "Ooh la la." <laughs> that 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 Jägermeister has got a certain je ne sais quoi. Is that your French? Can you give me a French <laughs> accent on that? Please it's call. almost it's almost as good as your uh, Spanish <laughs> and uh, Scottish that we had earlier. Right. <laughs> Question four. In the game, God of War, what is oh, the name fuck. of Kratos' first wife? Oh. Is it A, Freya, 2, Iris, 3, Tatalia, 4, Lysandra? It's me it as is well, you. Kratos' first wife. Right, well, I don't know God of War as well as you boys. I saw Davy shake his head at Freya, so I don't think it's Freya. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got one in three chance there, haven't you? I do, mate. 33.33%. Um. Oh my god, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Tatalia. Davey, you've got Freya, Irish, Iris, or Irish, <laughs> Iris, or Lysandra. So I got Iris or Cassandra to go for. Is that right? Lysandra. Lysandra. Can I just say, you fucked me over. Because if you said, what's his daughter's name, I could give you that, which is Calliope, right? I could give you that because it was in the PSP little spin off games. And Blade of Chaos. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Um, See, there's the fact that all I know is that they're burned onto his skin, and that's why he's got ice white skin, because their ashes are burnt on him. I don't have a fucking clue about what her name is. So, the choice I got are, just give me, again, out of the two, obviously it's not Freya. I know that it's not Freya, because she's in 2018. Iris or Lysandra? (laughs) We're going to go for Lysandra. Davey, you're smashing this, mate. Oh, am I really? 
Yeah, you, you, go. You've got that correct. So, so far, you've got three correct. Oh, fuck me. Spencer, take that shot, son. <laughs> Why couldn't I have the last of us question, then? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Oh, just, man. just the way the cookie has crumbled tonight. What happened to Uncharted? <laughs> unfortunately, I, unfortunately, I think the next question Davy knows as well. So, um, you know, good luck. And it's it his, his turn. turn. Yeah, it's fallen that way. Should I just pour a double? You might want to. Oh my god, this is dog shit, boys. I knew, I knew, I wouldn't get any of Phil's right. Other than Savage Starlight, I actually, I literally knew that before you even gave the options. I knew I it was Savage Starlight. I didn't, and thank God there was options. I literally knew. I knew it was Savage <laughs> Starlight. And then I had to sit there and wait for you to say it. <laughs> I'm fuming. I thought, I thought I'd pick. Oh, it's my favourite game. I thought I'd pick, you know, popular games that you all, you all love. The next and one, you pick, I think. You pick the most random God of War fact, I think, ever. All right, still waiting for Spencer to take that shot. I did say to pour it. Right, I'll, I'll I'll start asking the question as he pours because it takes him a long time. In the game, Metal Gear Solid, what is the first name of the cyborg ninja? Is it A, Frank, B, Terry, C, Peter, or D, Barry? <laughs> it's not Grey? It's not Grey for Grey Fox? <laughs> Grey Fox. <laughs> No, he's got he's got he's got a real name, Cyborg Ninja. Surely it's and, not Terry and, or Barry. Surely not. I love the name Barry as well. Terry and Barry cut close and up. We're, I looking, love we're, looking, names. we're looking for his first name. What's his name? What's the choice again? I love Terry and Barry. They're two of my favourite names. <laughs> I asked my so you... I asked my wife to call my son Barry and she said no. And I was really gutted because I love Barry Burton. And my character on Bloodborne is called Barry Big Bollocks. And that's my same character that I use for all of Soul series. Barry just holds a special place to me. Do you know what? Fuck it. Let's go crazy. It's Barry, Phil. So you've gone Barry. Okay, let's put the D in for Barry. Uh, Spence, you've got Frank, Terry, or Pete. <laughs> or Peter. I'm going to go for Peter. You are both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Barry. Fuck Barry's me. not wrong, surely. Barry the, the, the Ninja. The cyborg ninja is called Frank Jaeger. And we're Jaeger. all oh, that's and we're, and we're all drinking Jaegermeister. So so full circle the story here. Cheers, Come lads. On, Get that drink down here. So Davey, you got three there. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I'm so glad I got fifth. a break now. That was my Spence, fifth. You got you got none yeah. of those, correct? Oh Jesus. No, yeah, true, I didn't. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. The scores, as far as I can see them, is having keeping track, are five to me, four to Phil, zero to Spencer. What? So it's all the... Yeah, because I've not... I answered all of yours wrong, and I went first, so I couldn't answer yeah. my own. How have you five. got five? Because I answered the same ones that you, that you did on... Oh, yeah, yeah, was it? On mine. And then he got, like, three you, of yours right. You're now wow, entering... Really. My quiz. Unlike your Aww. quizzes, boys, I got slightly different rules. On mine, it is fastest finger first answers the question. So I want each of you to get a buzzer noise ready. I got it. Can I hear your buzzer noises? Spencer, you first. Bunger. Phil? Oi, oi. Question one. Insomniac were purchased in August of 2019. 
How much were they purchased for? I'll give the answer within 10 million of the correct answer. I'll start pouring my drink now, because who knows that? I do. Somewhere deep in my mind, in my mind palace, I know it. Within 10 million, I'll give it. I, I want to say over 100, but I don't think it is. 98 million. Well, you may, if it's within 10, you may as well just say, you know, the 90s. No, because 90... Oh, actually, no, 98, because that takes you down to 88, doesn't it? Uh, but also, I'm going to say he didn't do his oi oi, so, bonger. And I'm going to say 80. Five. 229 million. Oh, fuck me. So, take, both take your take shot, your shot boys. <laughs> Take your shot. I, w say, I was no, 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 no. I agree. I know what Phil's going to say. I know what Phil's going to say. I, I, I think closer. closest wins. Because it's impossible to get that right. I think right. closest wins. My, it's not impossible. My, it's not impossible. I knew the my number. My quiz is harsh. Take your shot, boys. No one wins. Davey, we, like, I can totally... Nope. Phil, I can, Phil. I can totally there's see... There's no debating on this. This is my quiz. There's no debating on this. Take your shot. There's no There's no debating on this. You I had could... your option. I gave a 10 million he... threshold. That's, that's, that's it. Phil, he's the host. It's he not because... You had your quizzes. No. It's not because I don't want to take the no. shot, right? The reason no. Davey uh. is doing this, and uh. it's not going to give me any points, uh. is because I'm on four and he's on five, right? So if I get one right, I'll be on five as well. It doesn't matter to me. I, I don't disagree. Care. I disagree. He, he made the rules beforehand. And they're completely biased. They're not biased. I could have gone no. first. As much as, Phil, I agree with you, closest should win in that kind of question. However, like Price is Right type shit, all that. Davey, but if I get one of these right, you're taking the five shots. That's fine by me. I'm totally cool with that. This quiz, That's this best. quiz, I don't think is that hard. I would have got that. I would have a few months ago. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's been a while, isn't it? <laughs> a few months ago, I'd have got that. Yeah, it's been a long time. Question two, then. I gotta wait for Spencer. Hold to have on, I haven't drank. Let's give a rolling commentary. I keep pouring so too much. So Spencer's just poured the drink. And Phil, he's Phil's already finished up the bottle. Phil's done his. Spencer. I didn't see it though, but I'll let it go. He did. I saw it. I saw it. He drank it. Um, little known fact: Spencer, his household doesn't have a shot glass inside of it, so he can't really measure his shots. So he's kind of winging it. Why are it. you speaking in the third person? <laughs> I've had too many. Davey, right. <laughs> Davey, let let me answer that. Spencer's speaking in the third person because he's got no questions right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be Spencer right now. <laughs> the next one's easy, I think, all right? And the next one I've put in... Right, I, I'm not going to lie. The next three are hard, okay? But this this, this next one is easy. <laughs> but after that, it gets hard, okay? So these first two are kind of easy ones, and then from there, it gets hard. Especially the next one's the easiest of the lot, okay? I'll wait for you to take your drink, Spence, because you're dancing with it. Well, yeah, that's because I've had to do six in a row. Yeah, but Hang on. you're in your prime, aren't you, Spence? You're drinking tomorrow, remember? I am. Right, well, are you ready, boys? Do you remember your call signs before I forget? Can you see my eyes watering? Just to give us a quick reminder for the audience, Spencer, your call sign for, for this is... Bunger. Phil? Oi, oi! Keep that in mind. 
Sucker Punch Productions are responsible for three main IP across PlayStation's history. Ghost of Tsushima is one. What are the other two? No multiple choice. I know Sucker Punch. Uh, oh, yeah, I right. do want to say Sucker Punch the movie is very good. Go on, Phil. Oh, I've got, I, I've got he's one. He's Googled it. Infamous. It doesn't. It, it's too, yeah, Infamous is one. Do you know the other? Infamous Second Son. No, it's all part of the Infamous <laughs> category. No, that's not the, there's, that's there's the thing one more. There's one more. <laughs> I know the other just one. Introducing know it, just introducing it to it now. Just to make it a little bit more dangerous. I will give you each a lifeline that you can use from now on. One lifeline sure. for these next three questions that you can burn whenever you want, and I will give you a clue. These really should not saying be, how useful that clue these is. These really should be multiple. But I choice. will burn it. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, this is easy. I know. I didn't know Infamous. I no. I maybe. I probably knew Infamous. Do you want to? Do you want to call in or otherwise? Uh, still, Phil's question. So, Phil, have you given up? No. Or do you want to use your lifeline? I'm, I'm going to say infamous, but I think the way you run a quiz, you're going to say I'm wrong because I could only name one of them. Yeah, you are wrong. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You Which have to name both. You have to name both. Well, now I know infamous as well, you know what I'm saying? I know the other one. I can't think of what it is. I didn't know it was infamous. Does I anyone want to put a lifeline on this? Sucker punch, sucker punch, sucker punch, sucker punch, sucker punch. Does anyone want to build a lifeline? I don't. I definitely don't. I knew this immediately. Sucker Punch. I know Sucker Punch, man. What game did they make? Well, they've got more than three IPs. Okay. So what is oi, the oi. valid answer? Is it is Go it on. Days Gone? No, it is not. That's by Sony Bend. Take a yeah, shot, I knew it Phil. Wasn't days Gone. What? Spencer, over to you. Over to you. So you know it's infamous. Bonger. Right, well, it's infamous. What's the second? Do you want a lifeline? If I you want a lifeline, you can have one. I'm not wasting lifeline if the next ones are hard. Okay. I'm not going to waste it on one that requires two answers. Yeah, but these, insane. Okay. yeah he's saying... I, he's saying deep in my right, mind, I know it. The next ones are hard, and we haven't been able to answer the first two questions. Exactly. So if you're going to need a lifeline, it's going to need to be on, like, one that's hard, but more your topic, one that you know I got the most about. I got four you of yours me? right, Spence. Mine were easy. <laughs> the next one's easy too. You'll kick yourself. Not I know right. it. I know it's easy. I know You'll it's easy. Yourself. I know You'll it. Kick yourself. I know. I can't think of what the game is. I literally know. Oh, give me the clue. 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 Give me the you clue. You want to use your lifeline. Lifeline is used. Ah. It's a character that, that is a raccoon. Mostly associated oh, with... Oh, Sly. 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 How, how Sly is that? That's how him. is that a clue? What are the... Raccoons are on PlayStation. If you use your lifeline, you would have got that point, Phil. Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale Games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there we go. So, there we are. So, as we currently stand, Phil is on four. Spence is on one. I am on five. I'm on one. These questions aren't going how I expected them to go. Who is the best host of the podcast? You have three answers. Davey, Phil, or Spencer? Oi, oi! Go on. Uh, the best host is Davy. What do you reckon, Spence? <laughs> I'm not doing a shot for that. I'm not doing a shot for that. I reckon. Personally, 
I think it's Phil. You're both wrong. We're all equal. So oh, both shit. take a shot, all right, boys? <laughs> I kind of feel that if Davey had gone first with asking his questions, both me and Spencer would have rewritten our questions. <laughs> yeah, we would have. To we be more yes. like, you literally can't get the answer to any of these. Right, okay. So I've got two questions left on this quiz. On, uh, right? I'm going to make the next one a little bit easier for you, okay? I'm going to make it about solid... Actually, no. Fuck you guys. No, I'm not. Right, okay. Phil, you can burn a lifeline on this and you can get a point if you want it. All right? Lady Dimitriscu is nine foot six inches tall. How many clanks from Ratchet and Clank would it take to reach this height? If you want a hint, can I, get a... I will give you the height of Ratchet of Clank. Can I get a can I get a question? Is it is it a full clank? Or are we talking points of a clank? We're talking points. <laughs> Fuck like who knows, mate? Just ask. Like, just use your lifeline. If, if you want it, use your lifeline. It has to be points. It has to be points. Clank is going to be like one foot two at most. Yeah, he's not going to be tall. Clank is small, man. He's he's Ratchet's backpack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Phil, do you want to use a lifeline on this? How tall did she? Did you say she was? Nine foot six. Nine Don't foot use six. the computer. He's using the computer. I'm not using the computer. Yes, I, I, no, I, I saw, saw you typing as well. He's typing. Yeah, he's you were cheating, typing. Right, and how? And you're saying the cheat is that you would tell us how tall Clank is. Yes. The clue is. The clue is he would tell you Clank's height, which obviously then you could just take a minute to work it out, which is a bit shit. I'm gonna go because these numbers are divisible by six. Uh, divisible by two. No, three and two. Or are you just going to guess? You're just going to randomly guess. Because you. they're divisible by three. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go three foot two. No, how many three. clanks? Spence, what do you reckon? I reckon Phil's either Googled it or he's way yeah, off. Yeah, he's way off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah, he's way off. Clank's small, man. I think Clank potentially could be under a foot. I don't know exactly how big he is, but Clank is small. He crawls through the vents you, during the Clank you're missions. You're getting fucked at the moment. So I'll give you a ch I'll give you a, a, a Davy special lifeline, which you wouldn't normally get. But it's when it, you know when a game when you're getting bodied on a game, it says you want to turn into very easy mode. I'll do that for you. No, I don't want it. I don't want. You don't it. want my hint. You don't want my hint. You want a chance for a free point. You just have to do the math. This Maybe. is a this is a quick time Maybe. event for you, Spence. So you're literally yeah. Hang on. You're hang literally on. just going to have wait. to press triangle to beat me. Okay. No, no, no. The thing is, Davey, it's Sakimam, right? What I want, I don't want a clue. I want close chance to win. Fine. So, Phil, how many, how many did you guess, Phil? Three. I said three. No, actually, no, that's peaks. So I'll just say four and win, because I know it's more than three. So I'm not going to do that, actually. That's you should have done multiple peaks. choice. This is so difficult, mate. Um, you, I give you a life. I, I actually think it's really good. This question as well, I actually really like this question. Just because it's jokes, it's out of nowhere. <laughs> like, what does Resident Evil and Ratchet and Clank have to do with each other other than, oh, we can play them both on PlayStation? <laughs> like, they got nothing to do, it's jokes. And Lady, Lady Dimitriscu could wear Clank like a backpack. Yes. You know so how many, how many Clanks, Spencer, would it take to reach the height of Lady Dimitriscu? 
It's point, isn't it? It's not an exact yeah, amount. Yeah, it's not an exact amount. It's point. You've already used your how, lifeline. What's my... How close am I allowed to be? It's exact. But if you want if you want to be... If you want to be... <laughs> what do you mean exact? It's exact. But it's exact. What do you mean? What do you mean it's exact? exact. It's exact. But because, because I'm feeling friendly, and because you guys assume this quiz is too hard, I'll give you a 0.5 ratio. We're yeah, 0.5 ratio. Oh, we're on, on question <laughs> three now. We haven't got any of this right. Four. This is question yeah, four. Yeah, neither of us it's got this right. None of us. None of us even close. Uh, it's not my fault. Right, hang on, hang on. What, what do you reckon? What do you reckon, Smith? Hold on, hold on. Boys, 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 boys. boys. 0.5. 0.5. That's what point you're going five. for, 0.5. That's No, no, no. That's what he said. You'll give me a 0.5. Point point five allowance. Either way. So, Phil, what did you guess for? Three. Yes, free, free ratchet. There uh, are free clanks. Okay. I'm gonna say, <laughs> fuck me. Nine point three. Fuck me. Do you know what? I'm gonna give a point to Phil just because he's the closest. But you said you wouldn't do close. No, I am now. Fuck it. This is my quiz. Um, you are fucking miles out. So clank is two foot tall. Which means he's divisible oh, for 4.25 clanks for a lady. I thought he might be under a foot tall. That's so why this I makes did it. it interesting. So it means that Phil is at five. I'm at five. Spencer is at one. So both of you take your shot, please. I thought you just said I got this right. The last right. question. No, take your you shot. I'm giving point. you a point, but take your shot. You still got it miles off. I'm giving you a free point. I thought, in dead set in my mind, for some reason, I thought. Clank is zero foot no, nine. No, can you imagine? <laughs> For some reason you in know, my mind, ratchet, I thought he was zero foot nine. In my research, nine. Ratchet, this is one of the questions I had to research, and the next one I had to research too. How tall is Ratchet? Five foot. Really surprised me. He's five, five foot, foot even? Yeah. He's about as tall as you, Spence. He shouldn't be. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's five foot. So he's uh, he's quite a big lad compared to what I thought he was. And, and <laughs> I know that. That cut, didn't it? That <laughs> cut deep. I felt I felt that <laughs> felt that knife edge going. I'm five foot ten. Phil is pissed off because he feels he's been mugged off. I would have made my questions literally I'm impossible if I had known you've gone down this route. These weren't impossible, Phil. That one was hard, but I gave you a life. How line. many clanks equals a lady Dimitriscu? Look, Hello? look, okay, all right, all right. That one was hard, but that's why I gave a lifeline. Right, the last question is really a turn of pace. So I'll wait for Spencer. This is the one that I actually would not be able to answer. A little update on the scores before we go any further. You're both on five and I'm on one. So you need to get this right to win or you're both tie. And I'm, I think we come up with a tiebreaker question that I will come up with. So, last question. <laughs> right, this one's jokes. Purple paint is made by mixing red paint and blue paint in the ratio of 5 to 2. Jan has 30 litres of red paint and 9 litres. <laughs> oh, hang on, PlayStation? PlayStation? And 9 litres of blue paint. What is the maximum amount of purple paint he can make? And you got three choices, alright boys? 31 and a half litres. 39 litres or 30 litres. And this is... <laughs> this is a GCSE question I just lifted from the internet and put in. Oi, oi. Go on. I would very much like to use my um, lifeline on this one. Okay. 
<clears throat> I can eliminate. Well, he's just gonna say okay. I can eliminate thirty-nine liters from the equation. So it's either. I knew that wasn't right. I literally know the answer. 30. I literally know the answer. But he said oi oi, so can go you on. Repeat the, Phil's got a guess. He's got 30 seconds. Can you repeat the question for me? Purple paint is made by mixing red paint and blue paint in the ratio of 5 to 2. Jan has 30 litres of red paint and 9 litres of blue paint. What is the maximum amount of purple paint he can make? 31.5 or 30 litres? I'm going to go 30 litres. Spencer, what is your answer? I have to be the other 31.5, yeah? Spencer, yeah. you win at 31.5. So, Phil, take your shot. And I would say, Phil, if you hadn't answered 30, I'd have picked 31.5 <laughs> anyway. So, Just because I thought it's too specific to be wrong, you know? So, that is the GCSE question, which is the hardest question of my entire quiz, which is the one I literally looked up, said, GCSE questions into Google. And I got that bad boy. So that is... Right, so what does that have to do with PlayStation or It doesn't have to. I, I never said our quiz had to. But I said we're mostly... Keep, I think I, we did. I think we did. I think I said keep it PlayStation focused, which four of my questions were. And then five... Which, to be fair, if you want to, you know, customise your plates on your what PS5... What about Concrete Genie, mate? You make some purple paint. What about paint? Concrete Genie, all right? You're painting all the time on that. It was a five out of ten at best. Do not talk to me about Concrete Genie. You couldn't even draw a penis. What's the tiebreaker question then, Spence? Fastest buzzer. So we have oi oi from Phil, but I'd rather you change it to boy boy. Not going to lie. And uh, Davey, what will your buzzer be? Woo! <laughs> All right, yeah, whatever. My question to both of you. I've just come up with it on the spot. I hope you don't mind that. Are you okay with that? I'll ask you both. Do you yeah, agree? Yeah, fine, fine. Are you okay fine with me, me just coming up? Yeah, of course. All right, fastest buzzer wins. What is Philip Hoy's birthday? Oi, oi. Woo! 14th of the 11th, 84. So 14th of November. That's correct. Philip Hoy. This feels like a stitch up. <laughs> this feels like a stitch up. That's such a stitch up. <laughs> He's fucked me over. He's fucked me over. So, of course, Davey, for that last round, I think you're owed five shots. Thank you very much. So, what are the rules with this? Do you dictate when I do each individual shot when you can just call it out, which was how I originally thought the rules would go? Or do you want me to just do five and then we just carry on? No, I, I like control. So, thought let's, have, let's have a keyword. So, I think every, yes, I think every time I say the word... Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, re every time I say Resident Evil or reference Resident Evil, you've got a drink. Reference Resident Evil. I've only got five shots, mind. I don't think this would carry through the rest of the episode. And I'm looking I'm looking at the topics we've got to cover, and there's nothing to do with Resident Evil, so it's going to be a hard task for me to now <laughs> reference Resident Evil in, in, in these next conversation points, but I'll, I'll do my best, as I always do. So five times I'm going to reference Resident Evil over the, the end of this podcast. Nice. And of course, you've got to take a shot when I do that. Brilliant. Well, well done to Phil for winning the big quiz on episode 10. The next time we'll pick up this segment will be in episode 20, so we've got a long way to go. But well done to Phil for winning the big quiz round one. Well done, well Phil. Well done, Phil. Congratulations. Congrats on that last question. I can't believe you thank, got it. Thank That's you very crazy. much. I'd very much like to thank Spencer for that final question. I think he did me justice. You're welcome. Um, after going through Davy's round of ridiculous <laughs> questions. Um, 
But it was a lot of fun and yeah, I I really hate Jägermeister. It's not a nice taste, is it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you got you got ten weeks, you got ten episodes left to think of some better questions, Phil. So we're going to go into our newsy bit. So I've tasked all of us with finding one news item that we're going to go through. So for mine to start off with, there's a load of rumours at the moment around FF7 Remake. So there's a concert that's happening a day after that we record this podcast. So by the time this comes out on the Wednesday, chances are this rumour's already put to bed and it's already put out there. So the rumours are that it could be that they're showing part two. It could be that there's a PS5 upgrade or there's something else. So, boys, what do you think is going to be shown at this special presentation concert that's happening on the weekend? I really sincerely hope that it's FF7 Part 2 because that would be so sick for me. Because I did love Part 1. The ending was a bit dog shit, but it is what it is, you know. And I hope they improve on it in Part 2. But at the same time, I would like to get the Platinum. So I would also like it to be a part one patch to the PS5. But what I think it will be is a PS5 patch, just because that's such a common trend at the moment. Obviously, we've seen DMC5 put the PS5. We've seen Manita put the PS5. We've seen Control put the PS5. God of War had a PS5 patch. It's just such a common trend that it's so likely ff7 granted they said it's a big announcement at the end of the orchestra so it's likely that it's going to be part two announced in the next 12 years and a ps5 patch in the next month maybe so for me um you know forgive forgive me if i'm wrong because i'm not the biggest final fantasy fan out there but i've been seeing a lot of chatter sort of on twitter and on the socials that potentially this could be coming to xbox you know that that would that would be big news if that was going to you know go to go to the you know lesser console if you like. <laughs> Don't know about lesser Jesus putting fire on it. I mean, yeah. Fuck off. The thing is, they had an exclusivity deal for a year with Square, so there's there's potential and there's a crazy rumor out there which I do not believe. I've seen it tweeted a few times by a couple of big Twitter accounts, uh, saying that PlayStation going to buy Square. It's a lot of bullshit. There's no chance of that. Absolutely no chance. Sony don't have Xbox money. That it's not. You no, know, the thing is, is how much would Square cost? Exactly. That is exponential. The the reasoning for that rumor is because the Final Fantasy 15 exclusivities on PlayStation. It's it's fleeting at best. There's no chance of that. There's no chance. I tell you what. That's Project Athea, right? You know the new Final Fantasy they've shown, which is coming out next year. Which they should already. Oh, of course. Uh, so that one being exclusive yeah. to PlayStation, that's part of their argument. The fact that they're being bought, there's no chance of that. I really. Yeah, but then it's also the case that obviously Project Athea, which is a Square Enix title, has been shown solely for PlayStation. They haven't shown any Xbox footage of Project Athea. Yes. So there's that too, adding to the to the flames of this rumor. But there's no chance of that. I I think it's the same no. as you, Phil. I think it's going to be the Xbox port and a exclusive patch for next gen which would benefit PlayStation as well. I think it's going to be that healthy medium. I don't anticipate they're going to show any Final Fantasy VII Part Two. You sure? I mean, this is Square. So, this is I Square. Mean, we, saw, we saw Final Fantasy VII Remake four years before it came out. So there's every probability that it will be shown. I doubt it, though. For me, it seems like a really like small 
kind of like event to show the next big Final Fantasy. You know, as as much as you're you're doing a show, you're doing an orchestra that has dedicated Final Fantasy fans, wouldn't you want to announce that at kind of like the next E3? I as much as I agree with you, I kind of also disagree because this showcase, obviously, it's an orchestra. It's not so much a showcase, but they've literally declared that they're going to be adding news. So anyone who's even slightly interested in Final Fantasy will likely be tuning in. I'm sure all three of us, or at least me and Davey, will be tuning in because we're big Final Fantasy fans. You might not be, but we'll probably hit you up and fill you in with the info regardless. I'll just hear about it on the next podcast. Don't worry about that. Yeah, well, that's blessed. That's fine. Because that's what we do. We inform. But if it is FF7 Part 2, I really wouldn't be surprised because Square are terrible at releasing information way too early. Yeah, yeah, like we'd literally finish Final Fantasy VII and at the end of it they'd be like, by the way, look out for this special announcement in our Final Fantasy Orchestra in 2021. And he'd be like, oh, brilliant. Thank you, Square, for for literally (laughs) signposting (laughs) Yeah. So hang on, can I ask you boys a question? Sure. When do you think Project Aethia will be released? Oh, fuck me. 2023? 2023? Yeah. Phil? I, I'm I'm gonna have to go further further afield with that. Oh, he's doing the square. He's he's playing it smart. He's playing it smart. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to the PS6. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going next gen. Next gen. <laughs> I would say I'm not far off from Phil. I would say 2025 or Fuck. close to the end of the console's lifespan. The the main reason being, it's still called Project Athea. <laughs> yeah, it's point. a project. They don't even have a designated name yet. They have either that or it gets cancelled. Yeah, it it's either cancelled. getting scrapped or it's not happening. It's it's either not happening or it's next gen. One thing that sort of caught my eye is 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 a game that's been sat on my shelf for a number of years. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, uh, first released in two thousand and fifteen. Um, sure. That's just received a three gigabyte patch. Ooh, free gig. Now, to be still patching that game, I, I thought it was kind of dead in the water. Obviously, Hideo Kojima has sort of moved on. And I was doing a bit of digging around and to, to try and find out what that three gigabyte patch sort of, you know, entailed. And turns out it was just sort of legal documents, really. It was sort of, there, there wasn't any extra content in the game. It, it was all related to sort of sort of legal things about the game. I, I haven't actually played through the game just yet. As I said, it, it's something that's been sat on my shelf for a number yeah, of years. Hold same on, as I don't, me, hold same on. As I me. haven't played Metal Gear Solid 5 yet. I haven't, no. Neither have I. Oh Neither my I. god. You haven't played I'm really surprised in that, Phil. I would have thought you'd have played that. You're a massive Metal Gear fan, same as I am. I'm really surprised you haven't played through that. Yeah, I know. Um I have it as well. I haven't played it either. I have it. I have the definitive experience, which is the Phantom Pain and uh, Ground Zero. I, I play Ground Zero. Um, I think I got that um, on, for 50 on, on, quid on Xbox, unfortunately. But Phantom Pain has always been a game that I've looked to to play, but I've just never sort of had the time. Um, so yeah, I, I, I am going to play it. But I was I was sort of like piqued my interest what these, this three gigabyte patch was. You know, I was kind of expecting is there, you know, more content? Is there a final act? Is there a chapter three to this game? Because I know this is something you've played and you, you love the game, Davey, yeah? Yeah, I do, yeah. So Metal Gear Solid 5 holds a special place to my heart and I don't understand why people complain about the story on it because what Metal Gear Solid 5 did which was different from Metal Gear Solid 4 in particular and in direct contrast to Metal Gear Solid 4 
is they put all the exposition for the story in audio diaries. Then did they not make it like an open world esque game? They did. So the gameplay changed. The gameplay changed. But really, what Metal Gear Solid is all about to me is all about listening to codec conversations, and that's what Metal sure. Gear Solid is to me. It's all about taking those moments out of the actual gameplay of it and sitting in a, a long cutscene for 45 minutes at a time. So it's probably not a game Spencer would get on with, considering how he plays Resident Evil, and he just skips everything. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you get too much from it. Yeah, and you might be right there, mate. So Metal Gear Solid Five, the way I played it, is as you go through, you collect audio tapes, and these audio tapes can be music from the 80s, which were the, the game set, so you can listen to random soundtracks from Heart and all these different artists as you go through the environment and take out enemies. But you can then go back into your helicopter and you can just listen to the audio diary and you can find out what's going on. And essentially, it's a codec conversation. Yeah, because you, you, you tend to get a lot of complaints, don't you, from Malgif, um Solid 5, where people have just totally bypassed these audio files and have just played the main story and not had a clue what's going on. Because it is kind of like... An added extra, isn't it, to go out of your way to listen to these. It's not like Resident Evil, where you have to listen to them to be able to progress in the story. I kind of feel what I've read anyway with Metal Gear. It's kind of an added bonus that sort of fleshes out the story, as you were saying. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's probably the best way that Hideo could have gone against the complaints he had with Metal Gear Solid 4. Because people were saying that Metal Gear Solid 4 was like a 12-hour game, but you only had two hours of gameplay. And that that is true. The rest of it was cutscenes, the rest of it was codec conversations. And I loved that. I absolutely loved it because to me, that's what I want from Metal Gear. But he conquers that by putting it as optional content that you can listen to. And it makes it pretty damn obvious that you should listen to these. It's optional content and then they complain about it. Exactly. And then people say, oh, there wasn't enough story. Well, actually, if you listen to the codec conversations like I did, there's loads of story in there and it ties directly into Psychomantis. It ties into all these key characters from Metal Gear Law. It's madness that he's gone out of his way to sort of, you know, address an issue and now they complain about him removing something because that's the thing they complained about. Exactly. But but that's just that's just people in general, isn't it? And I suppose that's why with Death Stranding, he didn't do any of that. You know, he put the long conversations in where you ch- chat to people and he just put it front and centre. And if you want the additional content, he put it in the side logs that you can read as you go through the story in in your in your home bases. But sort of going back to the story itself, the patch, I think a lot of the fans were looking for maybe a couple more missions with that, some more content, but actually it, it, it's just down to legal, unfortunately. Yeah, I find that really surprising that like a bunch of legal documents could equal three gigabytes. I, find, I think that's insane. Do you think it could have something to do with the cyberpunk hack that's just happened now to do with like player data? And that was the reason that how they got into their system, and that's how they got it, hacked. If if we think this game came out in two thousand and fifteen, and you know, I I I've been a developer for a number of years, and I know that personal data has become more and more of an issue to like control, and people want to know: is it being sent over kind of like secure servers? They want to know where things are stored. They want agreements every time they submit things. So potentially yeah. it sort of links into that. And yes, I, I would say it does link into what we're probably going to talk about when it comes to cyberpunk. Personal data has become a much bigger thing in recent years. I've always, I've always imagined, you know, 
What what would a Resident Evil game be like if Hideo Kojima directed it or, or, or kind of wrote the story? Davey, here's your link to take a shot. You're a fucking dickhead. You know that, right? <laughs> you I thought was thinking, it was... I was thinking, you I was thought, thinking wow, this is going to be well interesting. Where's he going with this? You thought that was a serious question. I'm both. So, boys... <laughs> Listener, Spencer is currently struggling with reading out the next topic of discussion on the podcast. So we have decided as a podcast to let him have another shot because I'm sure that that will make it better. What do you feel about this, Phil? Do you think this is the best course of action? It's the only way, mate. It's the only way you'll learn. We've we've both been through it with Fivers In and we understand the John Edwards technique of if you fuck up, you've got a drink. So, Spencer, take another drink. Yeah, I'm drinking. I also need a pee, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> listeners? Through the power of editing, I'll somehow make this make sense and uh, be canonical. <laughs> oh, podcast. Fuck me. I'm thinking, about, it's always I'm thinking canonical. about I'm thinking about how hard this is going to be for me to edit. So, Mate, it's a blowout. It's a blowout. It's, it's, a, a, it's a blowout. Mate, it's a blowout. Hashtag, hashtag blowout. Yo, boys, guess what? 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 It's a fucking blowout. <laughs> Listener, if you've lasted this long for this podcast and you've lasted through the quiz, and I tell you what, listen, if you manage to answer all my questions, write into the podcast. PS, we trust that. No, hold on. Hold on. Don't even fucking. Because listen, listener. <laughs> If you write in saying you answered that GCSE question correctly without Googling it, you're full of shit. There's no shot you answered all five of those questions right without cheating. So if you write in, I'll ban you right away. I'll block you from the email. To be fair, guys. And the Twitter. To be fair, guys, we did say at the start of the podcast that people can sort of join in with this. So if they are drinking live to it, they'll equally be a smash dispenser because, Davey, your questions were hashtag impossible. Um, <laughs> My mine were very difficult, and Spencer's, you know, little bit of education you probably mine were topical. Mine were good. If you listen to the podcast, you would have got them. Mine were great. I thought, yo, Davey, mate, pull your fucking trousers up. What are you doing? Do you see that? This is something we're subjected to every time we we, we record a podcast, so we have to watch. Davey, Davey, mate, your headphones are on. Yeah, you can hear me. Pull your trousers up, man. What are you doing? You got a belt. Why is it not tightened? Yeah, t- <laughs> all right, <laughs> mate. Dave, Davey still thinks it's the nineties. And he's got his flares on and his skater belt and it's round his ass. Um, turns out, Spencer, do you know the weird thing is when you're halfway between tw- two sizes, you either have it too tight or too loose. Yeah, and you choose too loose so it's down by your knees. Yes, it's better than too tight. How about you have a belt, man? If I didn't have a belt on, it would be way too loose. No, that's what I mean. You have a belt on, so why is it loose? You got two sizes. I don't know what's hard about this. The, the, the There's a hole punch exists. Yes, there is. Put a, put a hole in the middle. No, you fucking mental. You don't put an extra no. hole in it. Yeah, you do it. Why? Belts, you do. I've I've got one. Yeah, you do. I don't. Thank you. Phil. I don't. I, I literally deal I, in. I deal in in infinite. I deal in amounts. All right. You so, deal in wide bottles. The problem is when you got a booty like mine. It's hard to get that match up to your fucking waist, all right? So, well, because your ass is so much smaller compared to your waist. The other way. 
the other way, all right? Oh, I don't know if it I is. Got that, I, got that, I got cake in the back, all right? I'm just having a look through the document now, and I can see uh, Ratchet and Clank with your name next to Spence. I feel like you've got some news for us. Uh, yeah, so basically, if you boys didn't know, a long time ago, me and Davey especially estimated that Ratchet and Clank would be released roughly around the same time as Returnal. Okay. However... We were a little bit wrong. But we got a date. <laughs> and we do have a date. Basically, Ratchet and Clank will arrive on PlayStation 5 on June 11th. Nice. Nice. It is big. And obviously we know it's Rift Apart. So the way it works, it fundamentally cannot be on PlayStation 4. Because the way it works is you enter portals and using the SSD's load time, it takes you to a new world. So... Good for us, at least, because obviously we're all PS5 users. It cannot be on PS4, so we know we can expect the maximum version of Ratchet & Clank at this current time. Yeah, so this is going to be, you know, like our, our most legit kind of PlayStation 5 title. Um, I've been doing yeah. a bit of research on it, and um, the sort of story goes that Dr. Nefarious he's whipped up a device that lets him access different dimensions. So Dr. Nefarious is the the big bad, if you like, within Ratchet yeah, and Clank. Yeah, brilliant name, brilliant name. And he, yeah, yeah. he separates the lovable Lombax, which is Ratchet, um, from, his robotic, yeah, ro- from his robotic friend, Clank. Um, Clank, which uh, Davey, how tall is Clank? He's two foot tall. Two foot tall. And how many Lady Dimitrescu's? 4.25. Spencer. 4.25 clanks. Mm-hmm. Common knowledge. Common knowledge. And and throughout the game, your your kind of objective is to re- reunite these friends. But um, you know, we've we've all seen the intro videos that are sort of, you know, circulating the socials. And, the, course, and there's a new female Lombax as well, which is going to be quite interesting. Um is is this a game you guys are sort of interested in? Are you gonna pick it up? I can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait. I I gotta be honest, like Ratchet and Clank on PS2 wasn't my game. I wasn't too interested in it at the time. I was more interested uh, in Jack and Daxter. But I. Oh, you went that way instead, did you? Yeah, I went into the Naughty Dog trilogy with Jack and Daxter. But I did get into Ratchet and Clank when they had um, Quest for Booty, which came free. What a name. What a name. Amazing name. It came free to. They did that with every game, I hope you know. Every game had like a weird. Up your arsenal. Joke. Yeah, they were all like. Yeah, up your sexual. arsenal. Going Commando was one of them. But they're not. Going Commando. I don't think they're all. I think there's one that's just called Ratchet and Clank, but a lot of them did have kind of. Ratchet and Clank was the remake. Kind of a very, remake. very sexual kind of connotations to their names. Yeah, but brilliant. all the sequels had that yeah. little innuendo. Yeah, they all did, up until the new one. And yeah, I gotta say, with Quest for Booty. I played that when the it came free from the PSN outage at the time in 2011. And I loved it. Really loved it. That was my first Ratchet & Clank experience. And then the next time after that I played it was the PS4 remake. And I platinumed it. Absolutely loved my time with it. So I cannot wait to dive into the new experience on PS5 in a couple of months. I am surprised at how we can always get it wrong on this podcast, though. Literally every single thing we anticipate to come out comes out months later. Have you realized that, guys? It is weird because, you know, when we were, you know, training every week in the gym, we might have, you know, some predictions of Resident Evil um, that ultimately come, come true. But now we're on a podcast and we've got people listening to us. Our predictions don't... Oh, 
don't actually come to fruition, unfortunately. Um, so, guys, Davey, you're, you're on board. Spence, is this a game you're going to be picking up? I'm there 100%. 100% okay, picking okay. up. Just because I played Ratchet & Clank on the PS4. I did play the remake. I played it to completion. I didn't go for the platinum just because I thought the game was boring to all hell. But even before, back when I had, before I had a PS5, I was interested in platinuming that game. Do you think now you got the platinum bug, you would actually go and do it? It's potential. Potentially. The issue is, I've played Ratchet & Clank. I played Ratchet & Clank prior to that game. I played it back on a PS2. I actually, I used to be a big fan of Ratchet & Clank. I used to love those games. But when I played it in the remake, I was just so used to it, I think was the issue. I was so used to the combat, and when it happened, I just didn't really experience anything new. So when I beat it, I just thought, well, I... Uh, to be fair, I played it for maybe two or three hours. I can't really be asked. And then a few days later, I thought, you know what, I'll just beat it. Because I knew it wouldn't be long. Maybe maybe now you'll find, if you actually went back to it now, you'll probably find you're in a different mind state than where you were then. Because if you could play Concrete Genie all the way through for a Platinum, this game is infinitely better. I agree. The thing is, is even back then, where I was a two Platinum Andy... And I just done two Telltale games, which were obviously no effort whatsoever. I looked into the Ratchet and Clank Platinum. I was interested in Platinum in that game back then. So surely now, now that I'm actually somewhat of a Platinum enthusiast, Addicted. I'm not going to say I, yeah, I Addicted. mean, yeah, I, Platinum's a pain. It feels good. It feels good to get Platinums. I would like to Platinum this game if a new one's coming out. So I'll likely try to Platinum this game before if the part releases. I, I think Ratchet and Clank very much has that sort of Mario effect that every zone, every new item that you get changes your gameplay, um, especially it when does. it comes to the weapons because they are completely out of the box varied. You know, like yeah. they are crazy. They they are the craziest weapons I've ever seen in a game, completely. Okay, guys, so I've got two editions for you. We'll see which ones you're picking. So we've got your standard edition with the pre-order um, bonus. And that is $69.99. We're talking in dollars. If you look at Shop 2 at the moment, that's $64.85. And your pre-order bonuses are the Carbonox Armor. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Which first appeared in the 2003 Ratchet and Clank Going Commando. And then you also get the Pixelized Weapon, which appeared in the 2016 Ratchet and Clank. So that's kind of your like standard edition, okay? So you've also got the Deluxe Edition which at the moment is only available on PS Store, and that's $79.99, so $10 more. So I'd expect it's the same in pounds, because a lot of the time they're, they're keeping dollars and pounds exactly the same, aren't they, with PlayStation? And with this edition, you get five different armor sets. You get a photo mode sticker pack. You get 20 Retanium, which is the in-game upgrade materials. You get a digital soundtrack and a digital art book. Personally, I'm not loving the Deluxe Edition because it's all digital, right? I like, if I'm going to buy a, a, a Deluxe Edition or a Clax Edition, I like to have something up on the shelf. So for me, yeah, I'm probably going to go for the Standard Edition with this. There's nothing for me drawing me towards the Deluxe Edition. How about you guys? With digital content, do I consume it? Not really. For most of the stuff like Retarium or whatever it is, I'm not interested in that. Like I'd rather earn it myself. Like Same, same thing we said with Resident Evil. It just seems like a cheat, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. 
I don't need any shortcuts. Going back to the original games, you know, if, if we're talking, you know, NES, Mega Drive, Master System games, you would always get a cheat with a game if, if, if you wanted to progress a little quicker. And this is what they are. They're, they're, they're just cheats to the game. Personally, I'm at a level now where I just want to play it as the developers wanted me to play it. I don't need these extra add-ons. Exactly. And especially if it's, it's it's not the money, you know, the extra ten dollars or the extra ten quid that ain't that ain't a bother to me at this 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 age. You know, I'm not showing off. It's it's, it's ten quid, right? Yeah, I completely agree. I it's completely exactly agree. the same thing we said with Resident Evil. Like at the end of the day, do you want the game easier or not? And generally, nine times out of ten, you don't want it easier because it takes away from the entire experience. Especially with anything you've got upgrade systems, like with Ratchet and Clank, why would you want to gain everything earlier than you potentially could do? Because there's nothing worse for a gameplay than a cakewalk. David, you said it best when you said, it's the same as when we were talking about Resident Evil shot, where you could potentially buy upgraded items to progress you through the story quicker. Like, why would you want to do that if you love the story, if you love the game? Let's 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 play the game as the developers want you to play the game. I I don't need this. It doesn't add anything for me. I completely agree with what you've said. Basically, you want to experience the game the way the developers intended you to experience the game. Regardless of if they give you easy, medium, hard, the difficulty they intended you to experience is the difficulty you should experience. Regardless of what you kind of find yourself to be in tune with, it should be what they intended you to play. Just because it gives you the proper experience of that game. Unless you're shit at video games. As much as obviously that digital deluxe edition with the art book is quite appealing. I would much, much, much prefer to have a physical art book. It's, to me, it feels like every time I get a digital art book, I just never really want to look at it. Because I've got I've got games to play. Why would I want to click on an art book when I could play a game instead? I 100% agree with you. You know, like I, I was only saying it when we were arcing back to the Resident Evil uh, collection. It's like, when when you get a Clax edition, do you really look at that art book? No, never. I mean, if I if I get a physical edition, yeah, 100%. So because in your free time, you could be doing anything else digitally, but looking at that physical art book whilst you're doing it. When, when I was doing GCSE art and A-level art, yes, of course, I was going back to those digital, um, going back to those art books. Because I definitely use those as a medium to progress my A-levels and GCSEs. If I was to, if I was sure. to get a digital art book... I don't even think I would look at it. No, I completely agree. I literally would not check. Just because having the physical thing in your hands and seeing the art from the game feels so much nicer. You understand what I mean? There seems to be quite a cheeky smile arising on Davy's face. I think it's because he has the Dark Souls art behind him. What you're saying, Spence, is bang on. I got two physical art books with The Last of Us and with Dark Souls. And both of them are really appealing to me because they're physical. What you guys are saying in terms of actually flipping through an art book when it's physical rings so true. Because when it's digital, nobody actually wants to look at it. I don't give a shit if it's in-screen art book. I don't go into the gallery in terms of video games when you've unlocked that random collectible and go onto it. You just don't care. There's there's so many options within games. I'm just thinking back to the most recent playthrough of Resident Evil 3 where you had the option to kind of look back to all the enemies and the art styles to those enemies 
I'm not sure, like, I spent any time in that other than to kind of click through and kind of go through my OCD of something that needs to be clicked within games. Anyway, guys, so so definitely you'd be going for the um, the physical edition, but not really bothered about the pre-order bonuses. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I I would I wouldn't care at all about pre-order bonuses just because they wouldn't really affect me. I'd rather play the game the way the developers intended. How do you feel about the price, Ratchet and Clank? 70 pounds obviously as you stated before this is the first true playstation 5 title because it utilizes the ps5 ssd in the way that it does so it doesn't affect me too much because i know it relies on the playstation 5 i know it has to be it's not even like it is a ps5 exclusive it has to be a playstation 5 exclusive yeah so it doesn't bother me really at all because i'd like i'd like to play pay the 70 pound just so i could experience something that i can only truly experience on the playstation 5 David, are you happy paying the seventy pounds? Without a doubt. I mean, it... <laughs> also, <laughs> without a doubt. I mean, at the end of the day, we're happy paying seventy pounds for Returnal, and I'm more than happy to pay that seventy pounds. You got a game that Insomniac have developed for the PlayStation Five exclusive. I'm more than happy trusting that. It's no problem to me. Considering we're not paying seventy pounds for the next Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village. £70 for a Ratchet and Clank game? And you're okay with that? Look, it's time to get rid of this bullshit, okay? People are all about saying £70 too much for a game. We've been paying £60 for 10 plus years. If it takes more than that to develop a game and to rid it of all this fucking micro microtransaction bullshit, I'm more than happy to do it. And £70 is not crazy because you just go on Shop2 or Amazon or anyone else you get it for £60, or if you can't afford it, just wait a couple of weeks and go on Facebook Marketplace and pick it up for 50 What's the problem? Just wait. It's not the end of the world. So looking at the pricing, um, Shop 2 is 64 85 at the moment. Uh, that's pounds. And then Amazon is 69 99 So there isn't much of a reduction, but you do get the fiver off if you go to Shop 2 at the moment. Of course, you might have the points if, if you've been buying a lot of games from Shop 2 as well. So that's always an option if you are trying to get a cheaper price. And I know they also offer the kind of pay-as-you-go, kind of like pay £15 next month, pay £15 next month, pay £15 when it comes to shop two. So if you need that, that is an option. I think that's about it for episode 10, The Blowout. Blowout! Blowout! I've been Davey. I've briefly been Phil. And I've very much been Spence. Take it, guys. Peace! In PS We Trust is hosted by Davey, Phil, and Spencer. You can write into the show via our email, pswetrust at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at inpswetrust. To find each of us online, follow our Twitters at ssjdavey, at philiphoy, at spenpie underscore. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. See ya.